You are live. How we live without the intro? Would you need me to push it? What up, what up, what up, what's up, what's up? How's what up, dude? <laughs> As y'all can see, Detroit Mel is back. He's back after uh, a, a little chance to relax, unwind, chill with the fam, get away from the hustle and bustle. Right, so y'all right. see, he, he, him is back. Him is back. I's back. We back. And of course, of course he can't make it the right time. I know only yelling niggas get Ted, so they help you sweat by moonlight, nigga. <laughs> of course, of course, mail came back at the right perfect time because just in case anybody has been living under a rock and hasn't been paying attention to IOW sports, we are here. Episode 100, baby. That's good. Oh, my gosh. Hey, look. I'm going to start on nigga early, man. Huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I coach. I can't, my, I can't even get comfortable. You know, just start on me early. I'm sorry, man. I had <laughs> to get down. back on the chair. I picked them to win, so I, I'm I burned too. by it. I got burned by it. They were good for Michigan sports. The Red Wings lost. Michigan lost. Lions lost. Man, I think the Pistons lost, too. Yeah, let, get, I um, probably found the one lose. Yeah, yeah, and their season's been over. <laughs> but no, of course. I'm looking at draft picks now. Yeah, of course, our residential homie joining us today on episode 100, Nick Shine. He's in the building. Appreciate you, Nick, for hopping on. Um, no worries. Thank you for having me. Uh, right, I right. said, man, coaching my son's football game yesterday. So there's nothing like. Some Pat's Blue Ribbon to help soothe the vocal cord <laughs> as the show goes on. Uh, shout out to my homeboy, uh, last place Lamar. That's the new nickname going out. I need you to update all the opening videos to last place Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> what we're not going to do is sit here and rag on me being in last place. Are you uh, LPL? Yeah, hey, I don't care. I don't care. Hey, but, but look, that Cowboys pick worked out for me. So I will say that. Um, me too. <laughs> no, uh, let's get our preliminary shit because I see these these jokers is already on 100 since we're on episode 100. Y'all already going in. Um, check it. 
go to the website www.ioffthe1in19.com. Uh, the links on there for the Patreon. If you're feeling real charitable, help us out. You know, with some of these uh, experiences of what it takes to build a media conglomerate. All the right. link for the merchandise on there. Of course, I'm rocking some ILW Sports Bird right now. Uh, you can get some Eye Off the Wonder merch, and then of course, uh, Detroit Mail has some exclusive uh, shirts coming straight from the J. Edwin collection. Um, and then most importantly, go over to your respective app store. Apple Store, Google Play sure. Store, and cop the IOW Network app. The, uh, the Radio Network app is dope. A lot of great content, a lot of great podcasts, a lot of great music from independent and mainstream artists. So I'm telling you, if you love music, you love any kind of podcast of, of, of any great content, this is where you need to check them out at. That uh, IOW network app. So now we got all that fun stuff out the business. Um, man, what a! I know it was Halloween weekend, but when I say shit was fucking banana, shit was just like I didn't expect a lot of shit to happen. But um, with the trade deadline uh, right. ending tomorrow, there was already some big news. And we're going to get you guys' take on this. So, the Denver Broncos sent over to the Los Angeles Rams, an already 7-1 team. They sent them a Defensive Player of the Year, Von Miller, and in return got a second and a third round pick from next year's draft. Shoot, I guess the Rams ain't planning on picking at all. <laughs> hey, they don't have a first, second, or third. <laughs> when they send a draft, <laughs> we're going to hey. be busier draft weekend than the Rams. Right, right. they like Super Bowl and bus, bro. Super Bowl and bus. We just selling the house. They got right, a so, fire sale. So, 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 mail man. Um, what is this? What does this trade do for the Rams? In your opinion, I mean, it definitely gives them the favor to win. So, to win it all. I mean, you got Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Ramsey. I, I said I ain't gotta go further than that, but you're right, and Jalen Ramsey. I mean, wow, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like the, it's like the Brooklyn Nets in football. <laughs> Shoot, you got. Hopefully, they both win. Right. <laughs> I mean, defensive wise, they shouldn't have no. I mean, they balance. They well balanced on both sides of the ball now. They were before, but mm. now they really well balanced. You got an excellent mm. defense. You got future Hall, Hall of Famers on your defense, mm-hmm. and you got you got Matthew Stafford who who who's looking lights out. You know, you get Cooper Cup playing well. Um, I don't know, man. They look like the favorites, especially the way. Uh, <laughs> <about> the <laughs> <laughs> Melvin's starting already. <laughs> he, he telling Corey to pull the plug on that Rams take. <laughs> pull the damn plug. Got to go Rocky on his ass. Pull the, right. the damn towel. <laughs> pull the damn plug. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. Uh, uh, Nick, how did this? What's his Rams take? How did this? He said, oh, go oh, 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 you don't remember from last week? So Corey Chen's. Uh, take was tape? that? Um, no, no. He's saying the original no. take. Oh, okay. When, when he said, when he said the Rams won't make the playoffs. He said, Barry, <laughs> <I see. laughs> 
<laughs> they won't make the WNBA playoffs. Like they, oh, they won't make the playoffs. oh, there he is. Uh, I, I love this trade. Uh, <laughs> the thing that this defense has been missing is an edge presence that takes the pressure off of Aaron Donald coming up the middle, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So you have three of maybe all-time greats on the same defense, still all in their prime. Like, Von mm-hmm. Miller can still ball. He's, right. he's been a wrecking crew himself this year. So this is scary. Like, like, I had the Rams to win the Super Bowl, but, like, I feel even more confident than I was before this move because you look at the Rams roster, what's the two things they needed? They needed an edge presence mm-hmm. to help Aaron Donald, and they needed a quarterback who was more consistent than Goff. Right. And I think they I hit grand that. slams with getting both. I, I The thing I want to bring up is Denver loading up on draft picks in case they got a trade for Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Right? That's a good if Rodgers wants out, he says he's a cold-weather quarterback. Denver's cold. Check. <laughs> if he wants out of Green Bay, is Denver loading up? <clears throat> we know they'll be bold. They they went and got Peyton Manning, so you know Denver has no problem going and get a veteran quarterback. So that that's something that started getting the wheels spinning in my mind. Right. Um. But yeah, from the Rams side, the Ram, this is a grand slam of of, of a move. Here's, here's my thing, and it's gonna speak to what Corey said too. Um. If you look at Aaron Donald, he takes double teams and still triple, triple. Well, I'm triple. Wait a minute, he takes triple teams too, but for the most part, he takes double teams. Yeah, he still pushes that line back. Yes. Now imagine you double teaming Aaron Aaron Donald. He's pushing that line back. That still collapsing the pocket, and you got Von Miller. So hey, he, hey, hey, and not to cut you off, Leonard yeah. Floyd's been benefiting greatly from right. Aaron Donald. Right now, so he's the number two, which makes him even better. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Von Miller and Leonard Floyd are about to get one-on-one protection for the rest of the year, and it's going to be lovely for Here's that defense. Too. And now you can't triple team him. You can't triple team Aaron Donald now. No, you can't. And what does that do? You got Miller and Floyd coming off the edge, and quarterbacks have to do what? Step up into the pocket? Right. Yeah, and they're going to step right into Aaron Donald. Right. Good luck to you. And then, then like, speaking of Corey's original thing about Matthew Stafford being hurt, Matthew Stafford played a whole year just about with a broke back. A broke back. Only reason why they took him out of was he on the mountain? See, we ain't go there. <laughs> we go there. I'm not even gonna go there with you. Uh, I, 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 was hey, I just go came there. from a nice serene place. I was gonna go my mind right. Stop talking. Stop. Right. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason why they took him out is because Lions weren't making the playoffs. So need to put him in. But he played most of that year. I think it was eight games with, with, a, with a broke back. So I'm not worried like about him. Angle. Right. Played right. eight games with a broken freaking back. <laughs> I'm not worried about him being injured. And if he get injured, he's still going to play. Yeah. So is we, it, so the Rams are good. Especially this year. Because he right. playing when they were two and nine. Now they're at the top. Right. He's and he got a better O-line when he was playing with the Lions. He'll be in a wheelchair and he'll be out there throwing right. the cup. Just <laughs> Why, man? Look to to put everything into perspective, and and both of you guys make great points. 
So on offense, you upgrade, get Matthew Stafford. You already see the connection him and Cooper Cup are making. It's, it's, right. Cooper Cup is on pace to break all-time Shatter. receiving shatter. 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 Right. Um, he had an I, off game yesterday, and I think he had 113. <laughs> that's <laughs> an off game. Yeah, that's off That's game. an off game. That's yeah. an off game. Um, here, here's one thing that I think that the Rams should probably reconsider. They should probably reconsider keeping Deshaun Jackson and getting him more in the fold because yeah. – uh, Von Jefferson uh, left the game yesterday with an injury, and I still think Deshaun has enough left. To I, make I, mean, why that. Would they, I wouldn't know why they want to get rid of him. Man. Well, no, it, it was more uh, this probably Deshaun because he probably feels he's not getting uh, the reps and the touches that he thinks that he he should get. And um, I mean, you know, he's up, he's up, he's 33, 34. He's up right. there in age, but that speed that speed hasn't left. So I would still consider. One thing I say I'll say about Matthew Stafford as a quarterback. Eventually, he's gonna get the ball because Matthew's gonna spread that ball around. And when you got when you play teams that's gonna cover Cooper Cup, gonna cover your main receivers, then that'll be the game he can get the most touches from. That's how that's how he works. Yeah, and and, and I and I see Corey's comment, and I, I definitely feel that uh, Deshaun doesn't feel that he's getting utilized properly. And 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 here's what I say: just. Deshaun should be patient. Just be patient. Right. Von Jefferson just went, just left the game yesterday, so he he'll probably miss some time, and mm-hmm. so that gives you, you know, your chance or your opportunity to show that you still got it. Now, with the pickup of Von Miller, I mean, if I'm a quarterback, I'm I'm doing all my prayers, uh, crossing all my T's, dotting my eyes. I'm, right, I'm, right. I'm literally like getting prepared for a funeral (laughs) because it's about to get ugly. It's about to get into a situation where you have to find a way to get the football out of your hand within two seconds, because if you don't, um, you probably about to get smacked up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You, you, it's, it's not going to be looking so Look, you better have the great wall of China protecting you right now. (laughs) I agree with you on that one, Corey. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's that's the only way I see anybody protecting their quarterback from that front forward that the Rams just assembled. Like, it, I swear, is is like Thanos is the general manager. He's just collecting <laughs> fucking Infinity Stones right now. Right. Like, I mean, on paper they look. It look oh, like it looks good. It looks good, good on paper. And, and yes, and yes, we do have to see them in action. We do right. have to see them put it all together. And here's the good thing about this being a marathon and not a sprint. You still got time to fold Von Miller into what you do philosophy-wise on defense, but until you get him acclimated to what you guys do on defense, you can Mm -hmm. still just put him out there and say, hey, just be Von Miller. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? saying? Hold on, Nick. There you go. I muted it when I cracked the beer open. I forgot to take it off my phone. It's all right. A pass rusher could be a pass rusher anywhere. Like yeah. you can just use him situationally until he learns the rest of the defense. But mm-hmm. you could bring him in on passing downs and he will right. contribute immediately. Cause he's still at the end of, but I think he's still in his prime. He's he hasn't lost a step. He's no. had some like, injuries, but that man could still ball. Come on, Cor- uh, come on, man. We comparing I gotta go in Matthew on Stafford. Sean, I gotta go in on Deshaun Jackson. Go ahead. And the views expressed by Nick are not those of IOW Sports. <laughs> this bitch needs to shut the fuck up. You're not a Hall of Fame wide receiver. 
You don't need to go anywhere to pad your fucking stats. Why don't you shut the fuck up and do something you haven't done? Win. Like who gets who wants off of a winning team? There are guys who are dying to be on to a winning team. To a <laughs> right. winning team. And you're on a team that is going all in for a Super Bowl and you're fucking crying. Hey, you got like, a chance to get away. Takes you seriously, and this is why your name never gets brought up as anything except a Robbie Anderson. You're a one-trick pony, and nobody values a fucking pony when you can have a horse. So mm. shut the fuck up. Uh, genuine does. <laughs> <laughs> my pony, let's do it. Ride it, my pony. <laughs> I would be worried if you guys were both at Mel's. I'm, I'm very happy. <laughs> All right, separate locations. Right now. We might have to cut to like an eight-minute. Hey, as long as he's still, he's still out of room, we good. <laughs> Look, man. Uh, I want to speak to what Melvin said. Now, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, man. He said Corey Chen. I mean, Corey Chen is uh, is Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Jackson similar to Cousins, decent Thielen, and um Diggs. I think you can't compare Stafford and Cousins. No, they're two different. I think there's no comparison. <coughs> I, just, I just don't think you can. Well, well, first of all, Stafford is better than Kirk Cousins. Um, you know at, how I feel about Cousins, especially. I, I, I know you do. Lost in Michigan I, State. I, really I know you do. Right. I know you do. <laughs> but but um, what Cup is doing right now, um, Thielen? I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to say Thielen couldn't do, but he hasn't shown. What I would say Cup this. is doing right I would now. I would say this. If they switch places. Oh, it's the same thing. You get the same result. I don't. I don't know. Cup would be as good. Really? I. I, I don't. I'm not saying that Cup is not a, a good receiver. But I, 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 I think I, some you, of that you, is Stafford. And I think if Cup was playing with the Vikings, his stats wouldn't be as great. I think, but Thielen, I think would. Okay, that's fair. But uh, I, I mean, I'm comparing okay, that okay, Cousins okay, would man, only see. throw the ball to Thielen and left digs out, same as Stafford and. Um, okay. Well, well, it, and, and here's here's a funny thing because I have Adam Thielen on my fantasy squad, and I'm at the point where I feel like Kirk Cousins is favoring uh, Justin Jefferson so much that he forgets he has Adam Thielen on the other side right. sometimes. Yeah. And 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 I know Thielen had a, he actually had a decent game yesterday for it's been a, a couple of weeks. Um, but uh, uh, Corey, I'm kind of leaning towards your last. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That Thielen is a better wide receiver than Cup. I'm so. kind of leaning that way because I, I I really dig Adam Thielen's route running. I mean, Cup is Cup is just not Cup is what um what um what's my man name? God, he has he has slightly a little bit better speed than than Adam Thielen. And no, I'm probably, trying to think of who who did, who's that, that I compared him to on Elias Stafford's though to all the time. Go and take. Cup is go and take. That's fair. He's got it's a he's got a great offensive coordinator better than mm -hmm. the Vikings. So right. gets these guys in positions where they can catch and run and, and be successful after they make the catch. Mm -hmm. It's not just I feel like Thielen catches the ball a lot and goes down almost immediately because the design of the offense it's funny you just say that Melvin Wall just said that mm -hmm. isn't built for, for catch and run. Uh, I want to reply to Melvin. I'm a team guy and wide receivers who are selfish, Beckham Deshaun Jackson being selfish. You notice they never win anything because they don't give a damn about the team. They only care about themselves. Like Lamar said earlier, Jefferson's down, so you're going to bump up into the number three receiver. And you also knew 
They had Woods and Cup when you decided to sign there. Yeah. So don't get upset now. You're not an all-around wide receiver. You're a one-trick pony. You go deep, and that's it. Pause. <laughs> Look, it's similar to Cole Beasley. Just taller. I don't know. No, no, I can't. No, I can't. Just because Cole Beasley is is because Cole Beasley is this generation's Wayne Corbett. You can't put Cup in a conversation. Wow, Wayne Corbett. They just (laughs) throw more now. They throw more now than they did in the nineties. But Mm -hmm. Beasley is a smart veteran wide receiver who works well between the numbers for being a little guy. He, I think he's a similar. I think he's he's prepared to go and take. Same thing. Same thing. But I can't put Cup in, in with with those guys. Cup is, yeah. Cup is going to shatter records this year. Yeah, C- C- Cooper Cup's playing on another different level. So, I mean, it's at this point, it's kind of hard not seeing the Rams at least getting to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. like it's is it, they were already a favorite to get there, but when you when you add another piece of of Von Miller to that defense, and then you get the you get the uh the benefit of having one of the best shutdown corners that's going to help um help you get to the pass rush because he's going to throw off the timing of right. your receiver yep. and your quarterback that gives you more time for Von Miller, Leonard Floyd and Aaron Donald to get to a quarterback. I mean I mean right now this is murderer's row right now. This okay, is And why do you make this move? Because oh, your oh. competition in the playoffs, Rodgers, Brady, Kyler Murray, Prescott, you got to mess with these guys' timings. You got to see you got to you got to go at them. And Mm -hmm. if you can send four, and now you got Ramsey on Adams, on Devontae Adams or Mike Evans, or C.D. Lamb, um, or Hopkins, and now you can send four, and you can cover the rest of the guys with six. This this team is is built. I think it's a major disappointment. If they don't win it, the way they're built and the way they're right, but but I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it a step further. This is this isn't just a a a move to say they're gonna be dominant in the NFC. This is a move to show that they're gonna take on the whole damn league. Like yeah, like when when you know that you need defense to stop a high potent offense. Now you got the now you got the weaponry to go against Tampa Bay. Now you got the weaponry to go against Green Bay. Now you got the weaponry to go against uh, Arizona, uh, all the top teams in the NFC, Dallas. But when you get to the big ship, you're going to see a high potent offense in the AFC. There's at least seven, eight teams in the AFC that's going to have some high potent offense that they're going to bring to a Super Bowl, and you got to stop it. So the Rams are taking this move to say no. We are going all fucking in. We're pushing all the chips to the center of the table. We don't care what anybody else has, what cards they got on the table. We know what the hell we got, and we're gonna go all in. And and this move, oh, it's a great move. It's a great move. Great move. Um, some other news in the NFL we got to touch before we recap some of these games. Um, it's funny how Nick was just talking on the show last week about the marathon and not the sprint when it comes with Derrick Henry. And you have to find a way to lighten up the load somewhat for this guy. And soon enough, he gets 29 carries, doesn't crack 80 yards. And now this man might be out six to 10 weeks 
with the uh, 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 broken foot. Speak on it, Nick, because you, you saw this coming, man. He's, I mean, it's a different generation, right? And we we said that Henry is one of one. When you're one of one, you got to value that one. Mm-hmm. You can't misuse and abuse and overuse that one. Right. Because, I mean, they just signed Adrian Peterson, but, I mean, That's not even AP, I don't care who you are. Like, Henry's one of one. Yeah, right. It's a nice signing for them because guy's an athletic freak and could probably still come in and contribute a little bit. But you're not replacing Derrick Henry, no matter who you sign. Yeah. But it's like you you ran him into the ground like he was a like a baseball midseason arm rental and the contract's <laughs> expiring and you just mm. throw, like the Cubs did years ago with uh Chapman. Right. Yeah. They went and won the World Series with Chapman, but they ran Chapman into the ground. That, mm-hmm. that that playoff run in that postseason because they knew it was a rental and there's no value long-term to the right. team. You can't treat Derrick Henry like that, man. I know your offensive passing game wasn't going, and I know you had receivers miss games because of injury, but you got to find a way to protect your biggest asset. And I feel that they didn't do that. And now it's going to bite them in the ass. Yeah. I agree. It's a shame because Henry, he, he's phenomenal to watch. You know, he, he was going to be the offensive player of the year. And, and now, if they make the playoffs, he might be back mid-December, like best-case scenario, which would be a great pickup to get him coming back healthy. And, and, I, like, and I like Mel's point right there. I like Mel's point right there. He says the AP signing was 12 weeks too late. They should yep. have had a one-two punch from the start of training camp. Bingo. Right. They had a one-one-one punch. He was their yeah. three backs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what you get when, when you don't when you don't value and protect your best player in a physical sport where he don't care how big he is, it's still gonna take a toll on his body. Oh yeah. Big time. I don't care. He delivers blows a lot too. Mm-hmm. You're using him, you know, he's got so many miles and so many carries and so many hits. <laughs> it's like you want to take the Titans and like strangle them. Like, why the fuck did you do this? Why did you take this guy from the league from us? <laughs> and it, 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 it's, it's funny. Um, look, uh, it, okay, that's exactly why the Saints brought Mark Ingram back. You, you're right, Mel. You bring uh, Mark Ingram back into New Orleans backfield for, for two things. He knows the offense already because he's been there. Right. And then two, you when you just rely <laughs> on just Alvin Kamara, good luck. Um, good luck with that. Because he's mean, not a runner, right? He's yeah, he, he's a McCaffrey. He he's is a McCaffrey. Well, what you said about Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Bring in somebody like Barkley who can run between the tackles and use him as an elite weapon. And that's yeah. what you got now. The Saints did it. They got Ingram who can run between the what tackles. Up, and you What's got Kamara who can be a fantastic weapon. Pass catcher. Yeah. Right. Now now here's one thing we 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 gotta discuss on the Derrick Henry topic. They the Tennessee Titans chose to franchise him and give Ryan Tannehill the extension. Now that you lose Derrick Henry, I'm looking at his future because now that the tag year is now, he's only playing half of the season. What is I don't I don't I personally don't think it 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 tarnishes his value going into free agency next year. Mm-hmm. I, I think you still get the, the value of it. But if I'm Derrick Henry, I would at least question, like, hey, 
you guys just loaded, put all the load pretty much on me. And now I'm halfway through the season. I can't play. So I'm if I'm Derrick Henry, me personally, if I'm Derrick Henry, I, I at least got to got to, you know, take on some some other offers from other teams that's going to, you know, build a team and not just make me the offensive focal point. Even when you bring in Julio in and you already got A.J. Brown. It, so you're it, just saying that Henry's got to go to the Rams, too? <laughs> if he goes to the Rams, I can't even watch the NFL no more because it'd be unfair at that point. <laughs> uh, that's a good take. If I'm Henry, I'll follow Aaron Rodgers and, and Devontae Adams Actually, wherever that'll, they that's, go. That, that'll be a good team right there, especially if they go to Denver. Look. Imagine Sutton, Judy, and Adams with Rodgers at quarterback and Henry at running back, with Javante Williams being like the change of pace back. Man, I, I, that's, I, that's I, a good team right there. I, I would tell the Chiefs to find a new division. <laughs> and, and wait, wait, wait. I'll give you the best part. Von Miller's on a one-year deal. He goes back to Denver next season as a free agent and goes there. <laughs> That'd be nice. And load the Broncos up. How about that? <laughs> but, I mean, uh, look, I, I love Adrian Peterson. I will forever be a fan of AP. But there's a drop-off. From yeah. from from yeah. Derrick Henry to AP, that's that. I think that's 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 evident. This ain't on twenty twelve AP. Yeah, right. this this is. Let's be real. Everyone ages. Yes. Except fucking Brady. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he he gets the benefit of a great wall in China and refs that wear the same uniform. So that's not neither here or there. But but AP, there's I think there's at least some gas left into the tank. Oh yeah. But, but with Tennessee, I think you can't just rest on AP. Look, there's Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack is on the trade block. And and whether if Indianapolis wants to trade in division or in, in division or not, you still have to make the call to see what it will take to get him. Because that. You, you don't want to help the Titans. You're trying to catch the Titans. I don't care oh, well, if giving you I, I get I, I get it. No, and you're right, Nick. That's why I'm saying I, I doubt that the coach would make that move. But at the GM of the Titans, you would not be doing your job if you don't at least pick up the phone. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. You, you got to at least make the phone. You call. at least pick up the phone because because yeah. the coach are set at, at, at running back. Coach are set. Um, but at, at the same token of, of that breath, I would still, if, if I'm the coach, Still hesitate on moving Marlon Mack because if you see that it could take just one game to lose Derrick Henry, it could take one game to lose Jonathan Taylor or Naheem Hines. So mm -hmm. I would, I would probably, if I'm the coach, I would sit on Marlon Mack. I would keep him. That's just me. But I'm just saying, other teams that need running back help need to call the coach, including the Titans. They need to at least call them. Yeah, um, the Titans gonna need some besides AP. Yes. Definitely, most definitely. I mean, they they need to go I, ahead and get the committee going. <laughs> I'll be call, I'll be calling Dallas. Let me get Pollard. Mm. I don't think Dallas ain't giving up Pollard. He's too no, valuable. Dallas to not, what they, yeah, he's too valuable. No way. What they do. No, they're not they getting, giving, they're Dallas is a contender, and they think they're a contender. <clears throat> they pulled off one yesterday without Dak. There's no way they're moving Pollard because they like what he brings to complement Zeke. I feel you, Corey. Well, maybe you call the Giants. What for Saquon? I'm telling you, man, I don't think Saquon is the long-term answer for the Giants. And if they can get some great value for him, do it. You're gonna you're rebuilding anyway. He ain't gonna be there by the time you get good. 
Hey, here's no. here, here's a, here's another team that a team should be calling for running back. I would be calling the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, y'all gonna keep all three of those running backs? Right. Don't get me wrong. I know I know Kareem Hunt's on IR right now, but he'll be back before the season ends. He'll be back by in another three four weeks. Um, you see, you got Nick Chubb, and uh, and out of nowhere, Dearness Johnson is just is looking like he's oh, he's, he's going to be legit. He, he looks good. I I would I would make a call. I, I would definitely be calling Cleveland Brown for one of those. I'm sure years. calls are being made left and yeah. right. You got to remember too, it takes two to tango. You it can does. want someone, and if you're not going to overpay, nobody's going to give away an asset w- without making it. You know, making in return. So I think, the, I think the Titans are going to be an interesting it, 24 hours to see. Yeah, it, it's, it's hard who for the decides to be a seller. You give up. Who decides to be a buyer. What do you, if you're the Titans, what do you give up? Because you still need pieces, really, on your team. Only Especially draft on picks. Defense. Yeah. Well, what, what, what the, the crazy thing is, Titans defense, as bad as I thought it was, has been, been solid. Been pretty decent. It's been, they've been solid. Hmm. Um, Jets game, say it right. Since the Jets game, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but look, you have at this point now, especially at the trade deadline, and especially you know that you have a shot, and and you're having injuries, you got to address it. I mean, um, so here, here's my thing: Chiefs, they need to be making some calls. Oh, you yeah. know, you 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 got pieces that can help you. Um, uh, that you need some help with, uh, Browns. I would probably look at. Uh, uh, um, you probably don't mess anything with your defense because their defense is starting to come around. Um, I, I, I would, I would, I would look at moving Odell and getting something back. I you, said that a long time ago. Of course, of course, and, and yeah, no, no, you're right. right. You got to be really crazy, to, and I keep saying it to take that contract on, man, for a guy who looks like he declined overnight. <laughs> But is it that he declining, or just that they ain't throwing the ball? I think I I, I, I don't want to say. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. I, both. Yeah, right. you, you still. I think Odell. He's still young enough that he has probably about four or five years, a good years left in the tank. That's, and I'm not thinking he's declining. I just think the the experiment of him with Baker, we've shown it doesn't work. Blow it up, move on. You know, uh, don't worry, Corey. We're gonna get to that. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) It does Cleveland no service of still holding on to Odell Beckham, and your offense hasn't improved, it hasn't exploded with him. Matter of fact, the the offense looks better without him. Yes, (laughs) they don't really technically need him. They got no, enough, they don't. They got enough pieces on that offense that they don't really need him. So you have to find a way to move him, even if it's just to get rid of the money. Uh, breaking news: The Rams trade their 2031 first round pick to Cleveland for Beckham. <laughs> That's the next time they have a number one pick. They trade Sean Jackson and their 2031 one to Cleveland. <laughs> You you got to if if I'm Cleveland, what's the point of having him? 
Baker Mayfield is really good at handoffs. <laughs> Time for OBJ to if see you remember correctly. If you remember the um, the Cleveland Dallas game last year, Beckham took a wide receiver reverse like 53 yards for a touchdown. You yeah, might have to put him in the backfield. <laughs> That's the only way he's gonna get touches. Shit. <laughs> That's the only or way. Let, he's or let get him touches. be kicker. Or let him be the punter. Because <laughs> he only got one touch um, Sunday, right? Yeah. And they, they, first of all, Cleveland didn't do a lot of scoring against Pittsburgh, which I, I expected a tight game. I, I still expected Cleveland to win it because you got Ben Roethlisberger on the other side. So, man, look. look. <laughs> um, um, what's my man's name? Um, God, I can't think of his name. I need some memory tea. What theme? Uh, for Cleveland, the receiver. Uh, Landry. Landry. He lost that game. He dropped two and fumble ones. I mean, that one that they said it was a little high. He still should have caught that. Hit him in his hands. And it wasn't that high. And the way Baker, Baker uh, Mayfield had to throw the ball, it was a good throw for the situation. He should have caught that one. They, had, they turned it over on downs on that one. Came down the field again. He had another one where they should have advanced it, you know, for a first down. He dropped that one. No, he fumbled. Then he dropped another one. Yeah, but, but his, that's the crazy part. Even as good as Jarvis Landry is, he still isn't key to what they do philosophy-wise on, on offense, period. So okay. it, it, when but you're looking at my, the- I guess my bigger point is Cleveland, as good as we said, as better, let me say it like this, as improved as Cleveland is, a good team have to know how to win those games. They don't make those kind of mistakes down the line when you're in a tight game like that. And I think that's something they need to clean up to become a great team. <clears throat> Fair point, but I, I think it goes a, a deeper besides their wide receiver group. They they have to do something with the with the quarterback position. I, I mean, I, look, I will say that. go ahead. I let you finish your point, but I'm gonna speak to that. Go ahead. We we have already said to a point, especially me and Nick last week, mm-hmm. about how the Cleveland offense still didn't miss a beat with. Uh, uh, Case Keenum in, and they were still missing people. Um, they're 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 a run first team, period. And 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 right there, I see what you're talking about. Brown's philosophy is to utilize the run game as much as possible and limit the mistakes Baker can make. They don't trust him, and and that was about to be my next point. Right, I was gonna speak to that. But go ahead. I was gonna say something similar to that. But go ahead. The play calling is showing that hey, we're gonna. Make it so easy for you, Baker, that you can't fuck this up. Mm-hmm. And yet, when the game is put on Baker's arm, you still get the same result. You're not winning. So, if you can't put the game on your quarterback's arm when you need him to, and he can't get the job done, what is he there for? Which, in question, do you, in my opinion, I don't think you necessarily need to give Baker Mayfield the extension. No, no. As you're talking, this popped into my head. You add Aaron Rodgers to that team next year. Got it. That ties with Mayfield and you bring in, you get rid of Beckham so you can give that money to Adams and you bring in Adams and Rodgers to that team. They're immediate. They are the number one favorite for the Super Bowl next year. Top contenders. You have Chubb. Hunt, 
you have that defense, you have that line. Like, I, I think Rodgers is out in Green Bay. I think they know oh, yeah. that they did him and Adams did that <laughs> Pippen Jordan last dance photo. Oh, we lost you. We lost, lost you, your man. audio. Lost your audio, Nick. Oh, man, my bad. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's the paps. Yeah, I fucking call Barkley probably. Um, I I I really believe Rodgers is an orange next year, either in, oh, yeah. in Cleveland or Denver, like hey. cold weather towns. He, he, won't, he won't be in green. <laughs> no, he won't be in green. He won't be in green. That's for sure. And I agree with you wholeheartedly on that too, Nick. But I mean, I mean As look, you were talking and you were t about the limitations that Mayfield has. There's I, I no guess, way you're giving this guy an extension and saying we're going to pay you thirty million dollars a year. I think they. I I, I think he will, Corey. But, yeah, Corey, uh, I believe it's the last dance. I think he just do it. Him and Adams have 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 an agreement. Let's go run this shit. We'll win one more, and then we go somewhere else, and we win another one there, mm -hmm. and then become. You know, they want to stick together. They, yeah, they, they want to. They want to pass um, Marvin Harrison and Peyton Manning. You right. know, for for the the playing together, like they have goals to become the greatest tandem of all time. So I fully believe that if Adams is out, Rogers is out as well. Hey, look, and and I, I said it last week, and Nick, you were here for it. I don't care if they win a Super Bowl in Green Bay. They are gone. They are gone. They they do not like how the the, the structure of the front office structures that team. And and even though they're kind of giving what Aaron Rodgers wants this year, mm -hmm. they is it's almost like too little, too late, in my opinion. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? Speak, speak to Melville point. I think I would get rid of OBJ for this for the simple fact is you gotta find a way to pay. Adams. You That's know, true. So, so I, I was, I mean, it'd be good to have Adams and OBJ on the same team. I can understand that, but I think Cleveland has enough weapons, and with Adams on that team, that they would just be, they'd be favorite. They'd be unstoppable. Unstoppable. But he got first. Plus, you got to find a way to pay Adams. The biggest yeah. thing would be Aaron Rodgers' contract and him restructuring first right. to get Adams there with him. Well, yeah, you get rid of, so are you getting rid, you getting rid of Mayfield? You get rid of Mayfield? Mayfield's still on his rookie contract, so he's only making eight, nine, ten million. I'm saying, so but are you're going to get Rodgers. You're going up thirty-five million dollars. I don't know the Browns' cap. I'll, I'll look into it after after the show. But I don't know their their salary cap issues going forward. But mm -hmm. they got a lot of young guys on that team. They're one of the youngest they teams in the league, mm -hmm. so they don't have many big contracts. Here's the thing: now that we're talking about this. I'm surprised that the Browns aren't having the same mindset that the Rams are Corey's because point. Corey's we, point. OBJ oh. ain't a goddamn dollar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> OBJ no, is not giving a fucking dollar. You're dead right, Corey. I agree with you 100%. I'm surprised that the Browns aren't having the same philosophy of all in and going to get some of your top players to help win now because – you just said it right there, Nick. You got a lot of young cats on that Cleveland Browns team on their rookie contract. Mm -hmm. You're not paying them a lot of money. So that gives you a good window to go ahead and, and put a team together to go get the chip until you have to start paying these young guys. Right. And, and so until you have to get to that point that we got to make sure we got the cap to keep all these young guys, go all in. Go all not in. You, you, you got some of the pieces there. Come on. You can't tell me that you – you couldn't have added 
Von Miller to a Miles Garrett to Davion Clowney defensive front? You know what I'm saying? You that'd telling nice me that would be Why nice. Though? Why? But, no. I mean, Clowney and, and Garrett are both edge guys. It's not like any of them are like a Strahan or a Justin Tuck who can go inside on pass rushing downs. You want those guys on the edge. No, and, and I get you, but what I'm saying is, is, is at least, you know, go after some of these people that are going to get you closer to a championship. I mean, the Rams are already showing it. They're willing yeah. to go get the players that can help them get to a championship, not two years, but, not three years from now, but right now. And but they're here's my thing. Also a fellow AFC team. The common thing is when you trade a star, you trade them out of conference. That, that's mm-hmm. just like the trend. You know, yeah. so that, that's got to be a part of it. You're not going to trade them in conference and have to see them. You trade them to the to the NFC. Not that – I mean, Von Miller's a free agent at the end of the year, so he can end up back in the AFC. But you, you bump them out of conference when, when you trade a star. That's usually the trend. It's very rare to to have a star get traded within your division or conference. Right. <laughs> Mel said, you, can't, you can't, can't wave the Super Bowl carrot in my face at the negotiating table. <laughs> 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 no, is is look. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Well, I'll go say. Here's my thing: if you build a strong team around Mayfield, they can still win. Trent different won the Super Bowl. I keep bringing it up. Yeah, but come on, that 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 de- no, no, no. That defense was 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 ungodly. Okay, okay. Yeah, but was also ungodly. Era. Yeah, it was a different era. But look at how Cleveland is winning now. I I understand. You know what I'm saying? They, they so can only saying, go so far. You I'm not. Need. I'm not a. I'm not a, a Mayfield apologist. But my point is, you are wearing I, orange today, though. You are wearing orange. That, I'm on to you. I'm on to you. It's blue and orange, though. Tight. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I guess my, my, to a bigger point, though, I think they can win with that philosophy if you put a few more pieces around them. I don't think you have to necessarily get rid of him yeah, right but, away. Hey, I'm not but, saying but, that you're going to eventually replace him, but, but I'm man. saying. Come on, you just don't you, like Baker Mayfield. You like no, Baker no, is is is. But but hold on, you got to look at how that that offense is ran. That offense is ran. Of course, you got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, okay. but you know what you have at quarterback. He's limited. Okay, look, look. But I'm saying there's a re- there's a reason why the handcuffs are on Baker Mayfield. And, and I, because- I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. I get my point is, if you look just look at Sunday's game. It wasn't Baker Mayfield's fault in total why they lost that game. No, no, no. It, it may not be I mean, all his fault. Ten points in an NFL game. It's it's got to be on the quarterback somewhat. Well, okay, if the quarterback throws it and they drop it, whose fault is it? Of course, he threw a back shoulder. He threw a back shoulder. He threw a back shoulder throw that was dropped. They threw another one that was a little high, but as you supposed to be the. Um, top receiver, you're supposed to catch that. You had a fumble. Now, you know, we can't predict the future, but those plays would have put them ahead. And and I get you. And, and so, I get you. But 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 but, but, but the, the biggest point overall, and here was Mel mm-hmm. saying you need to be in the game plan to get more than 35 catches. A Rod and TB12 would never allow the number ones to go that long without a big game. And 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 that kind of proves to my point on well, why, think, they, why, why they why they handcuffs. Think y'all, y'all y'all are conflating what I'm saying. I'm not saying that Rodgers Brady those having those on your team is not a good I'm saying that's a good thing, 
Um, well, I guess my point is that we we shitting on bait on Mayfield so much, but it's not all about Mayfield being a problem with Cleveland. And I'm saying they can win with Mayfield. They just need I think to. They're limited. They are limited. I mean, they're very limited with Baker. No, I think they're limited. Peyton Manning was limited when he won with Denver. When you say winning, do you mean Super Bowl or do you mean like having like a, a ten and six or a no, no, no? Well, I'm talking about Super Bowl. I'm talking about Super Bowl. I, I can't win a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield. I don't, I don't Thank, care you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that's coming out of the AFC. Yes. It, it's not the Trent Dilfer era where you can win a 13-6 With a game. solid defense. You're not holding the Bills to six. You're not holding the uh, the other top teams. How, how, how much six. did the Bills score last the, Ra- the Ravens with Trent Dilfer were doing that. Yes. You're not doing that with Cleveland. How, how, much, um, did, how much did the Bills score Sunday? I think 20-plus, 20-something. 26. They scored a lot of points like, towards the end. Miami is holding them. And and that's fine, but but but, but, I, but no, but but I think the bigger point it is has what to be we, a perfect storm. Yes, they yes. need healthy. Perfect storms happen healthy. all the time. They need can, everybody healthy. We Super Bowl. We can go down the Super Bowl line and see perfect storms happen all the time. Yeah, you can, but 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 right. hold on, but hold on, man. You you right. can see you can see perfect storms happen and get a Super Bowl, but you only get one perfect storm, and you that's don't. All you need. It, yeah, but uh, come on, but but. Yeah, but we're talking about Baker Mayfield, who still probably has... make a baby. <laughs> uh, Lamar, let me get this. I'll give you the two perfect storms that hit for a quarterback that isn't viewed as elite, but he made elite throws at the right time. And if you take the first couple letters of elite, Eli, it was the perfect storm. <laughs> I'm dead serious. The right. defense clicked. Yeah, mm-hmm. they made some key throws, and their defense played out of their fucking mind yeah, on those two did. playoff runs. Can that happen? Yes, it could happen. Again, I think I think Baker is more of an Eli. Give him a good running game. Give him an elite defense because you know he's limited. But in this era of football, where all the rules are catered to the offense, all the rules are to the quarterbacks, all the rules are for the offense. You need a quarterback to probably put up a 35-point game at least once in a playoff run, no matter how good your defense is in this era. I don't see Baker Mayfield as that guy. I don't see it. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it don't happen. I'm just saying my vision, right. I can't see Baker doing that. At this point in his career, mm-hmm. maybe when he's 29, 30, in his early 30s, he evolves – Maybe a Rich Gannon type who gets better as time goes on, finds right. the right coach. They bring the Jeff, best Jeff Hosteller. Yes. <laughs> Hosteller. I was coaching, right? right? You went from Sims to Hosteller. You didn't miss a beat. <laughs> but I can't see it happening this season with Baker Mayfield. Now, Chubb and Hunt come back. Everybody gets healthy. Defense plays out of their mind. One game's going for 200 a game. You need him to do play action, dump it off to Hooper at a tight end, or dump it off to Hunt in the flat. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's when he's at his best. But I think you're looking at the Giants and a perfect storm of everything coming together perfectly to overcome Mayfield's limitations. Then it's all about matchups, too. Who they play. You know what I'm saying? Always. Somebody can knock Baltimore out. Cleveland plays somebody that they match up well with and just get on the road. Absolutely. It's, 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 I, I'll say this. Um, um, with Baker, it's going to be be tough 
with Who's that division. White, wait, I got to ask. Who's got, Who's got the white girl ringtone? <laughs> that's uh, that's the Michigan fight song. Yeah, it's Michigan fight song. He he's um, all about blue. So I ask again, who's got the white girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, look. Uh, here's why I I don't see uh, uh the Browns winning a lot with Baker right now. You you already can see that the uh, offensive game plan is is geared to simplify things for his success. I, I just try to uh. I'm sorry. What's up? I'm trying to text somebody because they just had to text me. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, uh, you see that the offensive game plan is is simplified to give Breaker success. So that that shows that he's limited. But then you look at that division of a hole that is already tough. And the team who's supposed to be the worst, which is Pittsburgh, is beating them 15 to 10. You know what I'm saying? So uh, if you're asking Baker right now to say, hey, Go get a division uh, title, which I don't think can happen. Um, mm. That division's too tough. And then, hey, go go win the AFC. I don't think that can happen. There's other quarterbacks that I'm going to take over him. And then you're asking him to win us. I, I I don't <laughs> see it. It, it. it literally has to be the damn perfect storm for Baker Mayfield to make that shit happen. Right. Uh, so Giants won the Super Bowl with a 97 record, too. Point, they were they overrated the as the fourth best team. Well, the second Super Bowl. So the first or second? When did Plaxico shoot himself? That was that was the first one. They were like eleven and one, and they were like the best team in football. And then Plaxico shot himself. Right. The second Super Bowl, they were rolling people that year, and Plaxico Mm -hmm. shot himself. Right. But they had a very good team that that I think it was the first time around in '08. Yeah, I mean. It's it's going to be um, we'll see what happens with this trade deadline um, that happens tomorrow because there's another team that I think uh, should be um, either shoppers or uh, not shoppers but buyers. Um, oh, Miami. Or well, they they should be shopping too, but nobody should be take buying them. a new head coach. <laughs> no, see, I, I I hate that Brian. I hate that Brian Flores is getting that. Rumor, that's that's one of the rumors today on Bleacher Report. Yeah, but that I think that's crap because I don't think Brian Flores should be given so much flack for he turned around a franchise that was down in the shit. All right, Dolphins weren't going nowhere. nowhere. Adam Gase literally put them in a in a in a bind hold of being a uh, bottom dwellers for a minute. I agree, and, and he's able to at least get a ten win season in the competitive competitive team out of there. So, uh, and, and I, I don't it, think it it's a fluke because you have basically the same team back. Like it looks like last year was a fucking complete fluke, and let's no, be it, real. It, it looks like a fluke because they ain't got Fitz Magic, man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my thunder. You <laughs> it goes to show why Ryan Fitzpatrick deserves Hall of Fame status. Now. <laughs> he took this Dolphin team to ten wins. <laughs> but but no no they they have to be. I think you you gotta. It, I, I know that Houston is saying that they're not going to trade Deshaun, but damn it, if if I'm Miami, if I'm Carolina, hell, and if I'm if I'm the Saints, I would be calling down Houston and be like, "What is it going to take for y'all to move off this man? What is it going to take? Because he's still eligible to play. He's not on the commissioner's exempt list. 
He's not suspended. So if you get him on your team right now, you can put him in your lineup, yeah. QB1, and put him on the field. You can put him on the field. Are you willing to deal with the media backlash and, and, and you know, the protesters outside your stadium? That's up to you. That's up to your morality. That ain't my job. But all I'm saying is, especially when you look at Miami, who's really struggling with Tua, and Tua's been playing all right lately. He's been playing all right. I'll think Tua, as much as I say I'm not a Tua fan, as we've discussed previously, Tua's not the issue. There's just – I, I haven't seen the Dolphins play it, and, and now all of a sudden, like, I'm giddy thinking, like, the Jets might have two more wins on their schedule because we still got to play them twice. <laughs> but I haven't, honest to God, I haven't really watched, besides some highlights on NFL Network, I haven't. I, I'm, I'm, well, I watched I, I, play. I, I, Go ahead. Yeah, Go I've ahead. seen them play, and, and here's the thing with Miami. Um, their defense is going to keep them in games. For only so matter of, of, of a matter of the game. Probably 40 minutes is max. Um, because they're on the field a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami's offense can't sustain drives. Um, they, they have they like can't. no run game. Like the offensive no. line is their issue. But they they can't they can't like you said they can't run the football. So that that leaves all your pressure on Tua to make the plays. Right. And, Who is like and, a thinking dunk guy? Like he's he gets the ball out of his hands quick. First open guy. He's a rhythm guy. He's not looking downfield at all, which hurts them because you got some burners on that team with Parker and Waddle. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a he is a rhythm quarterback. He needs to be in rhythm for his game to really flourish. But I, I say all this because now that the Saints, who are five and two, and I still think they're the most ugliest five and two team in history of football, I still think they won't go to the playoffs. And I'm gonna still stand by that comment. And I told you they would. And, and that's fair. Their defense is, is elite. That's a Super Bowl caliber defense. It's all about that, Jameis Winston. But they were they were they weren't, in my opinion, a Super Bowl caliber team with Jameis, with Taysom, no. with uh, uh, Ian Book, and now they bring in Trevor Simeon, which was smart. You don't. I know uh, um, Taysom was out still with the concussion, but even if he was available to play, you're you're very limited on offense with Taysom Hill. If I'm New Orleans, mm-hmm. I am calling Houston and saying, what do you got to do to bring him down here? What, what do I got to do? Hey, your offense automatically say, gets say, better. Uh, take them charges. <laughs> <laughs> you add Watson to that team with it that is. defense and – I'm gonna show some love. I know I, I spit a lot of hate out of my mouth, and I'm probably I'm, I'm known for that. I'm gonna show a lot of love for somebody who was on my team twice, and we let him go twice. God bless Demario Davis. That dude is a fucking throwback linebacker yeah. who balls the fuck out, man. Sideline sideline, man. Pleasure to watch him play the linebacker right. position in the NFL. Sideline to sideline, bro. Fastest he, he might be one of the biggest with now how small linebackers are getting. Like, <laughs> he's, a, he's a genius. He's passionate. He plays with heart. And right. it is fun to watch that guy play the game of football. Uh, what do you think about what Corey said? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. He says, thoughts, are, if you are the Cowboys, do you trade Michael Gallup for another corner? He's healthy now, but said, what's in his balling? And, and, and Corey, 
if I'm the Cowboys, I would trade Michael Gallup right now because you don't know the severity of Trayvon Diggs' injury. He ended up leaving that game last night, so you don't know right. the severity of that. And you already Rush know what Trayvon – <laughs> no, but uh, you you don't know the extent of Trayvon Diggs' injury, but when you know he's healthy, you know that he is a shutdown corner. So go okay. ahead, change that. He's not a shutdown corner; he's a ball hawk because he gives up a lot of yards. And he's that may be true. Hawk. And that may be true. But he's, I'm saying he's right fourth in the league in yards allowed. But I'm saying he. he I'll t- I'll take the yardage as long as you're getting turnovers. I'll take that. Correct. But I'll take that. Shutdown means you're not. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'll agree with you right there. Okay. Trayvon Diggs is a ball hawk. Yes. You know that he's going to cause turnovers on one side of the field on your defense. So if I'm Dallas, you're going to face Tampa Bay again. You you got to stop Chris Godwin. You got to stop Mike Evans, and you got to stop AB. Um. But look, you you got to at least stop the other team. The the your point perfect, Corey. Cedric Wilson is balling. You know, that offense is not missing a beat without Michael Gallup. Right. You can take that 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 uh um you know Michael Gallup and whatever um you can get in return for him for a corner or something. I, you you at least got to think about it. I mean, you need to stop other teams' offenses because you can't just sit here and think you're just gonna outscore everybody, especially when it comes January. That that don't oh, that yeah. don't it don't work like that. No Game more. changes in January. And, and what do you need for that to happen? You you're probably not gonna make a deal in the NFC because nobody's gonna help the Cowboys, right? No, no nobody of worth is gonna help the Cowboys. So you got to look at the AFC, and now you got to look at a team who's willing to give up a corner in a league where passing is king. Mm-hmm. It's tough to give up a corner. Like, like you don't want to give up a corner because now you're gonna you, you take the chance to look, lit up. Right, and you got to look at you a know? corner that's on a team that they're willing to give up. There's got to be some prior team that's trying to rebuild. Yeah, hell, yeah, but decent, come on, has a decent corner. Trade with that because yeah, but come on, come on. If, if the Patriots are going to give up on Stephon Gilmore, there's the going Patriots, to be a team. You talk about the Patriots, man. They give up on people all, all the time. They do. So I mean, that's a whole different philosophy. You talk about they the traded Patriots. Richard Seymour in his prime. Yeah, what, he went to the Raiders. They shoot, you know. Hey, he wait, 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 wait to shoot down my take, motherfuckers. Fuck y'all, man. <laughs> no, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just, I'm just saying I'm you just can't that. add the Patriots to that. <laughs> I'm not shooting it down. I'm just saying that the the odds of it happening are, are slim to none. I got you. I, a lot of phone calls got a lot of discussions got to be made, and I think that I'll be real. Go to, it might sound like a shot. I don't think there's many teams out there that would want to help the Cowboys. Like I'm going to be real. Nobody wants to help Jerry Jones, right? right. Like you don't want Jerry, Jerry Jones to win a fucking Super Bowl. So you might have a trade partner agree to, and the owner be like, fuck that. We're not helping them. <laughs> right. I, I, I get what you guys are saying. I get it. I get it. Um, Joe Hayden. There's a lot of moving parts. Using There's another a quality. Lot of moving parts for that. Oh, yeah. For a receiver who's not healthy. You know, look, but then what are you doing? You'd rather get the draft pick. If you're going to trade a corner away, who's of value, you probably want a draft pick rather than, than a receiver. That's my take, at least. I, I got you. I, and and 
because there there has to be a fine balance, right? Um, especially a contender team like the Cowboys. It, we have a certain need that we need, and hopefully, um, uh, and honestly, if if I'm a, a contender, I'm looking at these bottom dwellers of where I could pick off some of your good players. I'd be looking at Jacksonville. I'd be looking at Detroit. I'd be looking at um, you know the Jets. I would be looking at certain teams that you know. Minnesota. But the Jets have all young guys. Take the Jets out of that. The Jets okay. are building it with all young guys. Okay, Texans. Texans. I, w- I would be looking at the Texans. Jaguars. <laughs> That's what I said, Cole. C.J. Henderson would have been a great deal for the Cowboys to get C.J. Henderson. He's in Carolina now. <laughs> I, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, no, no. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, yeah. But they traded him out of conference, right? Mm-hmm. And and the Cowboys could have stepped up and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get another guy." Gilmore, yeah. Gilmore also went to the NFC. He was available. Could have been in on that. He was available. Yeah, they got Gilmore. That'd have been smooth. He, he oh, was available. Fucking scary. That would have been scary. Well, because because here's my thing: if some of these players are getting traded, that talk is already going through the whole uh, uh, general manager, uh, you know, little little talk that they having behind the scenes. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you see teams, like, even though hypothetically, I, I know that the Chiefs need all the help on the defense. I, I hope they would at least call it about Von Miller. You can't tell me that he wasn't available. And, and, and the chances of Denver helping out Kansas City are damn sure, like, cold day in hell. I get it. I get it. But I'm saying, if, if you know that they're available and what they're going for, Von Miller just went for a, a second and a third for next year. You know, you, you got to at least – all right, that's like that's like goodwill prices. <laughs> they, the Rams got him on 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 literally like right. damn near for 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 almost a couple of food stamps, man, no, and, like, and, right. and, and some better maids. Like, come on, <laughs> man, saying. like, like, like a, a, a forty and a spliff. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got you, general. This is right now. Trade deadline in off season is where general managers make their money. Mm. Is when you when you get when you're supposed to put the put put your money where your mouth is and show that you are uh, one of the best general managers and what you can make happen to improve your team because you at this point in the season you kind of have an idea what you are what your identity is right. of a team and so barring injuries certain you know situations like that um, the Calvin Ridley situation I mean uh, that's a different situation um, you couldn't see that happening. Um, uh, so I, I, I do want to shout out Calvin Ridley real quick. Um, whatever, whatever little mental things that you're battling, my man, I, I, I give you the utmost respect to walk away for a game that you love so much to take care of your mental. So that's, 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 that's first and foremost. That's a whole so, other discussion right Yeah. Now. Yeah. So, so, so I applaud you on that. And, and from, from myself and the IOW crew, man, may, may you get your mental in check, man. Cause that. That is nothing to play with. That is nothing yeah. to mess around with. Um, and that takes that takes cojones. That takes yeah. big balls to walk away right. from the game to do that. Um, I even, can summarize that in one sentence. Yeah. Life is more important than a game. Booyah. Right. You, you're dealing with some shit. God bless you, man. Get your yeah. shit right. Yeah. And when you're ready, you do your thing. But yeah, when you're ready, yeah. take care of you, man. Do, do what you need to do. Because I say this all the time. You are the only one that deals with you twenty four seven. You're the only one there in your head, and you're the you know as much as love, support, family, friends, organization that you have around. You got to deal with you. 
That's so right. if, if you having issues with that, get all the help you need, man. Like a game is a game. Yeah. The game will be there. You're young. Yeah. The game will fucking be there. Uh, Game's you got not going right nowhere. Your own skin. God bless it you. It ain't going nowhere. Um, and a hey, shout out Lane Johnson too. Um, offensive lineman for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, he's been missing the last three games. He he, he admitted that he was dealing with some uh, uh, mental issues uh, and anxiety yeah. shit. So look, hey, this is in and and not not to not to uh, talk down on their situations because yeah. I, I believe that they need to do it. But this is a new game when it comes to that as well. That general managers have to start thinking about how can I. They need be to start implementing cannabis. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm serious. Hey, no, I'm no. Serious. I, look, I, you know me. Hey, I ain't, I ain't never I know, getting I know you're you know, some cannabis use. I know I'm, I'm a big advocate of that. <laughs> I mean, but really, because a lot of that, a lot of the, the properties that's in cannabis helps for some of that stuff. It you know, does. For mental, it helps with stress, and all that. Yeah. anxiety, you know, depression, depression yeah. all that. And so they need to really start the NFL. They spend a lot of money on, on CTE and all that stuff. They need mm -hmm. to spend money on research on cannabis and all the benefits of it. And, and they take it a step further, Mel. On your point, Mel, they mm -hmm. may be doing that because since the whole CTE studies came out, mm -hmm. they're not suspended people anymore for marijuana. Right. So you, you may be seeing that without an mm -hmm. official announcement right. from the yeah. league. Mm -hmm. You may be starting to see that, that trend. Right. And on top of that, there is new studies about psychedelics that's helping too. Yeah. Oh, wow. And now they need nuts. I'm in. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, if you, Get your mushrooms popping down. There is a new, there's, there's some studies out there now. This, this is there's, the current psychedelic. <laughs> <laughs> there's some studies out there now that show that they're doing about trying to really bring back psychedelics. and, sh and But you got to they know how to dose it. Yeah, you got to get the right doses that they're the right not doses, being out of and out of micro dosing and all that stuff, yeah. and how that's actually helping people in health wise. And, 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 and the NFL need to get on top of that now. Yes, they do. I think and, you know, get, NFL, get up part of that research. Innovative. I I think that they're they're starting to be the trendsetter, right? Because mm -hmm. you don't see any other leagues, major leagues, you know, uh, professional uh, allowing that. Right. So kudos to the NFL for saying, you know what, and and somebody whose career has been pretty much derailed because of marijuana, Josh Gordon, is now all of a sudden like, oh, what the fuck, man? Give me those seven years back. That's a good point, Melvin. And 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 but but I I brought up Calvin Ridley and Lane Johnson for for this purpose mm -hmm. because now as a general manager, you have to. You know, unfortunately, you have to take into account that you might have to deal with somebody taking a leave of absence for for mental uh, uh, issues, and that's not a bad thing because it's it, it needs to speak to the bigger picture of the mm -hmm. NFL. They should start allocating some of those funds into certain programs or 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 some something that can that can help these players deal with uh mental issues mm -hmm. and, and, and anxiety and things like that and and have some some type of aid to to help your players along the season because it's a long season and whether people believe it or not it's, it's it really is a 24 7 job being in the nfl when you're mm -hmm. not in when you're not in when you're not in regular season or, or postseason you're doing what you're training your body to get ready for the next regular season you should be you should be. You should be. Yes, keyword should be. So, 
you know, as 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 much as the NFL allocate resources to insurance, uh, CTE research, cannabis research, all this other stuff, they have to start investing into a program to help these players deal with the mental aspect of football and what comes with playing in the NFL and being on that stage and being with the publicity. Because I don't know if you guys saw the story down in Kansas City. You know, we got players uh, uh, pulling the KD route, getting in, in, into Twitter fights with fans. Mm-hmm. We got Tyron Matthew and and, and Anthony Hitchens getting in, into Twitter fights with fans. And and, and I'm yeah, uh, <laughs> Frank out, out there about to get indicted. Yeah, yeah, Frank Clark already came out and admitted that some of his off the field issues have been hampering his play. Well, some of it was to his own doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was some of his own doing, and and and. But here's here's the thing that I think speaks to the bigger picture. I don't think they're equipping these players with to deal with the scrutiny of of the of the NFL and and and, and too many are married to social media. And yes, they people yes. they let trolls and they let mm-hmm. they let people's opinions and get into their head talk, uh, get to them. Yes. So, now, nah, Nick, so wait a minute, Nick. Wait a minute. Is, is I've seen some of your tweets you've been doing to some people. <laughs> I've seen some of your tweets, Nick. <laughs> I think I responded back to some of your tweets, too. <laughs> I, the views expressed by Nick are not those of mine. We'll say this. I slay Jamal Adams. <laughs> but look, and, 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 like, like not joking about it. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Um, I went through some shit. You guys mm-hmm. know that. We, we've mm-hmm. talked off air. Right. And, and you know that this summer, that's why I wasn't with the show for a while. Because, mm-hmm. you know, life hit. Life hit hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you, as as many jokes as I make and, and as hard as my takes are sometimes on people sport related, mm-hmm. I ain't ever going to fucking touch a motherfucker who says he needs help with his mental health. It's not, it's not a place that I go to. It's not a place that I'm going to insult disrespect or, or cross a line with. So, you know, the, the league has, has loosened up the marijuana thing, which mm-hmm. like, like you said, helps with anxiety, depression, you know, like stress, Right. Uh, I, I think it's a good step. I don't think it's the last step. No. Uh, I, I think if, if we looked into it, um, you might see the league donating funds to research and, mm-hmm. and things like that. You've had marquee players like Dak, who wears mm-hmm. tape on his hand. Ask hey, Hurst. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and I think the NFL has always been good with 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 the Black Lives Matters thing mm-hmm. and, and racism in the country, mm-hmm. I think the NFL has always been at the forefront of being advocates for what the players in the league stand for. That's fair. You know, I, I think that that the league has the always it might ground. not agree with it right away, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think there's always an evolution down the road of of the league saying, okay. We got enough of our guys feeling this way. We got enough of our guys doing this. Even the Colin Kaepernick thing. Right away, it was like, oh. Are we yeah, gonna... they didn't want to touch it at first. They and didn't want to touch it at first. And then they, they heard enough of the players. They got enough of the feedback. And, and they evolved with it. So as much as people don't like Roger Goodell, eventually, I think, and then now we're in the country where, where – 
in, in the state of our country where, where the temperature moves, right? Like, like mm-hmm. all of a sudden something gets hot, something gets heated. And it's tough for organizations and billion dollar industries like the NFL to make a move and, and to make a stance on something that that not everyone may agree with. But, and I think in the long term, I think it's fucking outstanding what the league does, especially with the mental health shit. Like it's it, it's, it's one, phenomenal. Now, business-wise, I say this. Business-wise, yes, it's tough because if you're in the business to make money and part, you know, and part of that money is coming from, you know, the public and how they view what you're doing. Yeah. It's tough to take stands on certain things because you will lose that bottom line. So yeah, yeah I understand. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to fuck up the bottom line. That though, huh? If What's you that? don't mind, let me add to that. Go ahead. I think the NFL has realized after the Colin Kaepernick thing, mm-hmm. you motherfuckers aren't affecting our bottom line. Television ratings are through the fucking roof. They Football are. is king. I think the league finally adapted. And like, you know what? People can fucking go on social media and say, I'm done with the NFL. These motherfuckers aren't done with the NFL. Nick, Stadiums are fucking sold out. Ratings are through the fucking roof. Merchandise is being sold. Yeah. I think the NFL realizes, hey, you don't have us by the balls. Mm-hmm. We got you by the balls. Well, I'll argue this. Then that wasn't the NFL actually making a stand for what's good, I was still making a stand on how the money moved. Yeah, but, I, that's, but that's no it, different it from, from it. Though, right? Yeah, you yeah, can, but it, it you does. Say, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to do what's right, and it doesn't affect it. I, I think it goes hand in hand. Right, I'm, I'm saying, but the fact that they pause to wait and see shows us more about the money than it was about the agenda. And and and, and I get what you're saying on that, Mel, mm-hmm. and, and, and I agree with you, but there's still a part where Nick is right. At the end of the day, the NFL can take whatever stands as a company in general, whether they're for something oh, yeah, or against something. Oh, you can't. Oh, yeah, they're you still going. I never disagree that. They're still going to put. People are still going to invest in the NFL. There's people mm-hmm. that's still going to watch Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, all games on Sundays. There's still mm-hmm. going to people that's going to show up to the stadiums, pay those ridiculous parking passes. Yeah, they're still going to go up. They're still going to pay for all that high-dollar beer and nachos mm-hmm. and hot dogs and popcorn. They're still going to buy jerseys. They're still going to show right. up to the game. At the end of the day, the NFL game and the business of making money off of mm-hmm. football, that's not changing. Oh, it yeah. won't change. Care, I, I'm going to say this, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to cut it short so I won't go out of rabbit hole, but I want to say this. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things, and I got love for you, Nick, so it's not against Nick either. But my thing is this. As a black man, sometimes some of the things that we've been through have seen, we get a little antsy when we see certain things. And we kind of like, uh, that don't look right. That's not passing the smell test. So that doesn't look like. Okay. So it's a little hard for us to get behind certain things. Mm-hmm. Now, you couple that with being a sports fan. You know what I'm saying? So like, and I go back to the point you were talking about, oh, we're not going to watch the NFL, all that stuff. That was a struggle. I, I speak for me. That was a struggle for me. Yeah, it's a struggle for you. Nick, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I can speak on copying it myself. I, I'm kind of like, oh, man. That's I, just me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love sports. I do. At the same time, when I started, saw the issues, we we go we start with Ka- Kaepernick, but it was be, even before Kaepernick, but we just start with that as him being the, the catalyst of this. Yeah. When you saw Cap, Cap stuff, 
And then people started saying, we're not going to do this. It was rough because I want to watch the NFL. I don't know why I want to torture myself and watch the Lions lose, but, you know, that's another story. <laughs> I want to watch the NFL. I want to watch it, but at the same time, I want to stand because we see so much of us not standing behind each other. Mm. And so it was that struggle with me because it's like, okay, I want to stand. If we're going to be united, I want to stand united. Sometimes I see us not united at the same time. I want to watch sports. Yeah. And so my point, my bigger point to all this is that I understand what you're saying. Yeah, there's a bottom line. And as a bit, I'm always, you hear me talk about business. When it comes to business, business is business, period. And I understand that. But at the same time, when you see certain things, it's like, "Mm, I don't know about that NFL because of past stuff I saw before. So like a lot of times when you hear me speak, it's that gunshot I have, for lack of better words, because of those things. You know, and it's not that I under—I don't understand the business aspect of it. Yeah, different perspective, right? Like, right, and that's I, why I, I like it because I like the different perspective. I, I know I try to hide it, but mm-hmm. like, truth be told, if if the viewers don't know, I'm white. What? <laughs> what? 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 I thought you was a brother that just stayed inside all his life. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna mm-hmm. shoot from the hip right now. You yeah, know, you, you guys know I don't hold punches. I don't right. hold shit back. Mm-hmm. I, I, not to get political, I'm a mm-hmm. nationalist. I'm always mm-hmm. about okay. America being good and being strong mm-hmm. and being united. And that goes right. for everybody, all mm-hmm. race, colors, everyone. I want right. the country united. Mm-hmm. That, that's my thing. Okay. Um, that's my personal beliefs. Mm-hmm. Now, when the Kaepernick thing started, mm-hmm. I was against it. I wasn't mm-hmm. one of these. I wasn't one of these um, people saying, oh, I'm done with the league. I'm done with that. I was more of, hey, I respect your stance. Mm-hmm. I know what I know what you're about. I know mm-hmm. what you want. Mm-hmm. I was more of pick a better time to do it. Okay. You know, and and some of the theories that I found before we were friends on social right, media, right, some right. of the things I was saying was play the anthem. Mm-hmm. Everyone stand for it because you're American. Right. And then at the end of the anthem, do something along the lines of, we like to take a moment of silence. You know, when someone passes away, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You do a moment of silence. Right. We like to take a moment of silence. We like to take a moment of solidarity and, and show respect for what's going on in the country right now and some of the issues that are happening. And, and you give the country and you give the cause equal time okay. where one doesn't cross into the other. Like that, okay. that was my big thing. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. That's but fair. I think we got to give <laughs> the league a little bit of credit okay. because as the temperature in the country changed, mm-hmm. their stance did as well. Now, I, I know you're saying it affects the business side, mm-hmm. but I also think you got an eye on the prize and the prize is, let's be real, your league is majority African-American men. Right. So Take care of that. you yeah. can't turn your back on your majority. And I think okay. that, and some of the owners may have mishandled it the right way. And I know Jerry Jones has said things like, we're not going to do that on my team, but. See, Mel, you're going down you a pay point, these people. Say. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah. Them, you <laughs> employ them. And yeah. I, I, I understand. I, I, I don't disagree with you. And I, I respect I respect what you said. And I'm not gonna go into any further than this because we can go down a rabbit hole. And yeah. Melvin about to go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Topic. So 
So what have to touch that? Let me say this one point. Let me make this point right quick. I did preface it with saying I, I'm I'm coming from a different view. Right. So and I don't all. have the same Melvin, I apologize if anything I said upset you, mm-hmm. but I'm coming from a different right you know, you know, line of sight. And let me say this and then we can move on to something else. Yeah. I respect your honesty. Yeah, you're a jazz man. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we, your... we gotta move on to that at some point. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I respect your honesty and I, I and I appreciate that. No doubt. And I think that's what I love about having dialogue with people. And we can have this dialogue. We may not have to come to the end of an agreement, but we respect each other's opinion. Absolutely. You know, yes. and, and, and that's what I want to say that we get out of this. Uh, anything else we said that we respect each other's opinion it still can be friends. Oh, you yeah. know, and, and so I got love for you, bro. I love you too, homie. <laughs> That's the homie, homie for another mother. Uh, uh, so, so we'll 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 put a pin on that conversation because it, it can definitely um, speak to the to the bigger point of of how uh, fans of the NFL view the NFL, and uh, because I'm 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 kind of I'm not saying I'm in, I'm in the middle. I, mm-hmm. There's things that I I love that the NFL does for the mm-hmm. community, and there's things that I wish they would do more of. But we'll put a pin on that conversation. Because right. I, I it, it can definitely take up the whole two hours, so we'll we'll move on yeah. from that. Right, right. Um, let's oh, definitely we need like a Wednesday show for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's definitely take a take a look at at some of a, a week eight's games. Um, right. I definitely got to get you guys' opinion on this. So for the Cowboys to go into Minnesota to beat a a, a decent team in the Vikings, um, with without Dak, and this is the reason why I stuck with the Cowboys on my pick. Um, the Cowboys were still the same roster, still had the same defense, still had the same weaponry on on offense. And mm-hmm. I felt that um, – what's the offensive coordinator? I used to play for Boise State. Uh, Kellen Moore. Oh, Kellen Moore, yeah. I, I thought that Kellen Moore was still smart enough to, to not put Cooper Rush into bad situations. And there was a time – matter of fact, that fade throw at the end to Mari Cooper, Cooper Rush checked out and checked into that play. Mm-hmm. So he gave him enough leeway to make that call. Right. Um, what does this mean about Dallas? You want to go first, Mel? Or, or <laughs> I go ahead and say it. I go ahead and say it. But I think this shows that Dallas is a better team than I thought they were. Yeah. You know, I I, I really thought and, that and without that. And I think we're all sick to our stomach that we're praising Dallas right, right. now. Right. Okay, I didn't go yet. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, you can take in consideration who they play. You can say that, but I, I'll still say that Minnesota is a decent enough team that you would think without Dak, that Minnesota could have won that game. They could have, you know. So, I think that you know you you can you can you can argue that Dak is that offense. I mean. You know, Zeke he's is the catalyst. He's the catalyst. He's the catalyst. Yeah. Yes. So you know what I'm saying? They got some weapons on the outside, but I think you would think without Dak, that would not that offense wouldn't go. And the fact that they won that game and the defense played pretty decent, it shows that they may be contenders. They better than I thought they were. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't I'm have faith in Dallas anymore. Out there right now that I expect both of you to agree with. Okay. The Minnesota Vikings are the Denver Broncos of the NFC. They, <laughs> and, 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 
they can ahead. beat the bad teams, mm-hmm. but they don't stand a chance against the good teams. Five hundred. No, 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 Nick. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because I agree with you. I'm laughing because okay. I agree. With you. I agree with you. Go ahead, go ahead. But you, they're not world beaters. They're not beating no. the Vikings. They're not beating the Rams, the Cardinals. They're not beating the Saints. Oh no! But they can beat the lesser teams. And I think what you saw last night is when you take out an elite player like Dak, and you level the playing field. The Vikings are right there on on a 500 team, yeah. Who might lose to the Bears once and beat them by 20 the next time. Mm-hmm. Like you're not looking at an elite team, you're looking at a team that's just missing it. And and I had a discussion with one of my friends earlier, um, mm-hmm. Lamar. You might Jay Devlin from from Chop. We're, we're friends. Yeah, and I, I, he's my buddy. Who I went to visit in uh, Myrtle Beach this summer. I said this. Kirk Cousins is missing an it factor. Okay. He's good enough to keep your team between pick number 13 and 19 every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're never going to be bad enough to get that elite franchise changing player. But you're never going to be good enough to make any uh, a, a serious run unless everything is the perfect oh, storm. Perfect storm. <laughs> you know, right. That's the New Orleans Saints missing a fucking tackle. Mm-hmm. And then Diggs going for the touchdown. It's a crazy fucking play. That, right. That's part of a perfect storm. Crazy right. shit happening. But for the Cowboys, you got to prove it to me. Like like your wins, and I've said this today, the New York Jets have beaten more teams with winning records than the Dallas Cowboys have. <laughs> I gotta look at their record. I can't remember who they beat. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm looking they beat at Mel's. the Chargers. I think are four and three. But you could argue the Chargers. You know they're not. They beat the Giants. They beat the Eagles. Like they're beating bottom dwellers. And hey, you can you can only play who's on your schedule. schedule right? Yeah. So you know you're doing what you're supposed to do. If you're gonna be a division winner and a deep playoff run, mm-hmm. you gotta beat you gotta beat the doormats. Right. So they're doing that. Like you can't knock them for for who they play, but I'm still waiting for the show me victory. I'm okay. still waiting for you played Tampa, you played them close, but I'm on record as saying Tampa Bay played a fucking ugly, disgusting turnover game, it and is. they still beat you. Yeah. So they played like shit in week one, and they still beat you. You you got Kansas City coming up. You got the Saints coming up. You're gonna have some challenges. That's a fair point. Fair so, point. You might get lucky. You might catch the Chiefs at a bad time if they don't fucking straighten Everybody shit out. Catch the Chiefs at a or bad you time. fucking get lit up forty-five to fucking twenty in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm looking yeah, at. The I'm looking. Giving up more than that. <laughs> yeah, they're giving up more than that. Um, that that's but a shootout. I'm not, I'm not sold on them. And yes, I am a Dallas fan hater. I do not like <laughs> Dallas fans, but I'm also. I take pride in my takes, and I take mm-hmm. pride on my stances. Right. So if you can go in. To into the dome and beat the Saints with the way their defense is playing, hat's coming off to you. Yeah. I'll change a little bit. But until you beat a top-tier quarterback, mm-hmm. until you beat a playoff contender, I, 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 I'm I going to stand where I stand on that. Well, I, I like I, Mel. I, go ahead. Go ahead, um, Lamar. No, no, because I, I was I was going to Mel's uh, uh, oh, okay, yeah. point, too, because he's saying Dallas is showing character that they haven't had in years. The character and coaching finally matches their talent. And I agree with that. But I'm I'm gonna take a little step further, Melvin. I I 
think that that was more Kellen Moore making adjustments with Cooper Rush than Mike McCarthy. And, oh, yeah, and I have no faith in Mike I, McCarthy. I have no yeah. faith in Mike McCarthy. <laughs> I, I, to Mel's it, point, I think the coaching is holding back the talent with McCarthy. Like yes. the less McCarthy has hands on this team, I think the, the better they play. They yes, yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And here's the thing: I'm I'm waiting for Mike McCarthy to make a bad coaching decision, like go for it on fourth it's uh, and not take the field goal because he does that constantly. So I'm mm-hmm. waiting for that to happen. I'm waiting for that to bite that team in the butt because it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Hey, they still they, look this. They still have ten more games to play for Mike McCarthy <laughs> to make those bonehead ass coaching decisions. So I, yeah. So I feel like the team, the players, and certain coaches are are actually playing and coaching despite of Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Right. It's like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Everyone who's a couple guys I'm friends with who were Cowboys fans have said, you know what. I was knocking Aaron Rodgers for only winning one Super Bowl. It looks like he won that one Super Bowl in spite of McCarthy. Yeah. You know, like like you're going to – he's going to have a bonehead moment. It's coming. He's it is coming. He's going to have a coaching version of Dak <laughs> – of, of Dez dropping it at the one. He's going to have that moment that that takes over social media. He's going to have that Kim K in the glaze – break the internet moment like right. McCarthy is gonna fucking shoot this team in the foot and Jerry Jones might fucking slice his throat Peaky Blinder style on the <laughs> <laughs> yo you've been on that damn Peaky Blinder like I a motherfucker though fucking last night it's just a matter of time it, and, and it's coming it's it's oh, yeah. coming. It is coming. And but but to but to your point, Nick, of, of you need that prove it game from, from the Cowboys. All right. So look, they just beat um Vikings last night. Week before that, they took care of the Patriots, Giants, rookie quarterback, um, shitty quarterback. Yeah. Uh Panthers, uh Darnold. Yeah, it's Sam Darnold. <laughs> That's all you gotta say. Um Eagles. Hurts. Uh I know he looked like fucking Michael Vick in his prime against the Lions yesterday. Hey, 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 can we move back? Let's move back. <laughs> but, but, but no, but, but no. I'm, that's I mean, an unproven guy still. But, right. but look, and, and, well, no, uh, but that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm. I think you, you, you bring up a solid point. You mm-hmm. lose to the Buccaneers, who obviously is going to be a Super Bowl contender. You do get a quality win over the Chargers, but the Chargers are kind of taking a step back right now, um, and. I don't. I don't think that's them as a whole. I think the Chargers are still a better, a good team. So you, you to your credit, Nick, I, and I. Now that I'm looking at their schedule. I mean, really, you, you've only beaten the Chargers as as a quality that's win. win. That's your marquee win. win. A team that's been inconsistent. A team that's been up and down. A team that's been blown out. So your marquee win doesn't catapult you. Yes, you're beating who you're supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're beating the Packers. I don't hey, think I, if it's in New Orleans. I don't. Th- I, I got you, Nick. I got you, Nick. Here's your schedule. Go ahead. Here's your schedule. Next week, Cowboys get the Broncos at home. Without Von Miller, that game should be a blowout. You can probably rest Dak another week and no, they, beat them with Rush. No, no. Here, 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 I'm, I'm gonna get to that point because I'm, I'm gonna make your point and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna elevate it on the pedestal. Uh-oh. So. You got the Broncos. You got the Broncos coming in. You can definitely, 
rest Dak against the Broncos. Right. Let him let that calf get some time. Yeah. After that, they got the Falcons coming into Dallas. You can definitely rest Dak right there. Falcons now, can uh, no, be a trap game. It, it, it's, it is a trap game, but you can't tell me what you just saw with that offense last night that can't beat the, the Falcons. It can. Okay, Come go on. Ahead. Go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. So you can rest Dak two more weeks, let his calf get healthy, because then you got to go to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a game. That, that, that's probably going to be a Sunday night game, right? Uh, I think it's a four o'clock game. Really? Yeah, four, yeah it's a 425. I thought I thought National would jump all over that. Uh side note, you know, when I was in Arizona, you know, the games was coming on at like eleven and, and one o'clock. That was yeah, so you, strange. You, you was on West like, Coast time, man. I'm like, <laughs> one o'clock. I'm looking at Beach Report, one o'clock. <laughs> then the late game was coming on like at five or six. So so looking at that schedule, you got two more weeks that you can rest Dak till you see mm-hmm. Kansas City. And after you see Kansas City, then you got to see the Raiders. Raiders look like like a like a, a, a solid team this year. Then you got this. Is that in Vegas? No, it's in Dallas. Mm, so so uh, the next three out of four games is at home. Um, then then you go to New Orleans. That's after uh, Raiders. Then you finish up with Washington Giants. Washington again. Um, Cardinals at home and you end the season in Philly. It's a favorable schedule for the Cowboys. It's very favorable. They're still making the playoffs. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, regardless. They're making the playoffs. They're going to win the division by six, seven, eight. (laughs) They might have the division wrapped up by Thanksgiving. Yeah, you got a point. (laughs) So, so. (laughs) Where's the marquee game? You beat beat Arizona in Arizona. If that game matters to Arizona. Mm -hmm. And that's week 17. And that's week 17 where where playoff season is probably already locked up at that point. And yeah, you, but you, you can. You're looking at. I mean, the Cardinals are going to have to play the Rams again. I don't know if the Cardinals end with the Rams or if that second matchup is before then. But you're looking at teams who might be positioning for home field. Like the, the Cowboys' schedule is easy enough that they could be the number one seed and get knocked out in their first playoff game. It's possible. Like they could end up with if the Rams or the Cardinals as the first wild card going to them yeah as the one seed in in the uh in the wild card round yeah and and, and at first when you said you take nick i was like uh, i don't know but then i i, I had to pull up the schedule Proves to really see brother. to Proves really see, I, I know and, and that's why i needed to put the schedule up to really see if where you were coming from and looking at it is they've had a favorable schedule very, they've had a very damn favorable very. schedule but, and but week one our buddy david chop after they lost to the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. said these next ten games are all winnable, and they're they're on that path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's crazy you said that because I think I went on uh, Melvin's show, man down, and said something similar that with this mm-hmm. schedule, the Cowboys have a great chance to go on a great run yeah. to ease their way into the playoffs. Is what they're going to do in the playoffs at this point? What they're going to do in the playoffs is yeah. what we're what we need to see. Um, but but that's a good point. So um, my hope is that that week seventeen game Cardinals Cowboys means something. Means something, yeah. And you see both of them at full strength, and you get a playoff preview. Yeah. Like who's legit, and and who's the shit? You know who's yeah. shit, not who's <laughs> right. the shit. Who's shit? You know um, that might separate the men from the boys. Right. No pun intended. But, <laughs> 
No, you know, great, great points on, on, on that take. Uh, we definitely got to talk about um, is New Orleans temp, is, are they are they Tom Brady's and Tampa Bay Buccaneers kryptonite? Because they're they're proving it. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're built they're they're built to beat the Bucks. They got a good defense. Mm-hmm. They got an elite weapon in Kamara, who Tampa didn't seem to have an answer for yesterday. Right. Um, and now you save Kamara and you don't have to hand him the ball 15 times a game. You, you, you can use your horse and Ingram. And now you can – Sean Payton, who <clears throat> loses a lot of big games, is mm-hmm. very, very innovative and creative with his playbook. And now right. you can take Kamara and you, you can use Kamara as your weapon. You can use him as your queen on the chessboard. Mm-hmm. You, you want to line him up in a slot on a linebacker or a safety – Fuck you! You're not covering him. <laughs> like, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so I, I I think the Saints, if they make a move for a top quarterback, are very fucking scary because okay. I've already expressed my love in the show for the Mario Davis. You know they got a good secondary. They got a better than average pass rush. I think the secondary makes the pass rush better because they're able to cover. You know, some teams like Tampa Bay mm. need the pass rush to <laughs> help to Tampa cover. Right. I think with with the Saints, it's the secondary helping the pass rush. That brings me to my next point. That's Tampa Bay's Achilles heel right there is their pass defense. Because right. and plus they're not they're not they very thin. So yeah they already any, thin any injury yeah. they are hit. That now that last night too. If you guys watched the game, mm-hmm. yeah, the secondary of the Saints, I think, exposed some flaws with the Tampa Bay offensive line because Brady was getting hit and sacked. And when you make Tampa Bay one-dimensional, just like when he was in New England, mm-hmm. pick sixes. There, there's no. <laughs> pick like, sixes. I'm serious. Like, no, you're right. You take right. away the the play action, the run game. And you make Tom Brady one-dimensional, that's when he has issues. He's right. very good in the play action. You get that run game going early. Fournette, I think, they only had 20-something yards on the ground. They took that away, and that helped the Saints greatly. Tampa didn't they, – they feel like they didn't even try to run the ball yesterday. And, and I get that New Orleans is a good rush defense. You, you can – I actually I wasn't expecting nobody to have success in the running game because both Tampa uh, rush de- uh, rush defense and New Orleans rush defense are top five. So I wasn't expecting a lot of running success in that running department, but at least try. You know, it, I mean, it, you got Derrick Henry going twenty nine carries under hundred yards in two games in a row, but they're still committed to keep the defense honest. Right. Yeah. So I think that's important. And they got, they got like, how I many penalties? I think they have over 11 penalties. I'll Tampa Bay me. shoot themselves in the foot. I'm like, every time they look like they're going to take, uh, take the lead, penalty, penalty. Or they like they're going to stop New Orleans, penalty, penalty. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Here's a crazy thing, and it, and, it, and it correlates to what Nick was saying. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers did not have a perfect game at all yesterday. Penalties, turnovers. Um, um, shooting themselves in the foot. That was the same performance you saw in week one against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But here's the difference. You saw that the Saints were able to pull that game out. And and, and I get it. The, the Saints match up better against the Buccaneers than Dallas do. They're built and, to beat them. They're, they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're built to beat them. Right. But here's what I'm, I'm looking for in, in the future games from New Orleans to make me look stupid on my take that they won't 
make the playoffs. Last uh, place, Lamar. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> they they got to address that quarterback issue. You got to address it. If they if they think, and and look, that defense is Super Bowl caliber, without a doubt. Right. But you can't sit there and rely on that defense to carry you through a Super Bowl uh, championship, and you don't address that quarterback issue. They have they have a issue at quarterback, like like no other. And, and here's my thing: Jameis wasn't even the the perfect answer for it, but now that he's gone for sure, there's yeah, no that. There's a huge, big ass question mark right now. What you're going to do? Yeah. Huge. So they have to address that immediately, and I'm I'm curious to see what they're going to do. But they need to address it immediate, immediately because oh, they're going to they're, they're going to waste a Super Bowl caliber defense trying to hold that team together. And there's still ten games left, and it gives them plenty of time to collapse. So, but um, on to a next game, and I'm gonna ask this question uh, uh, to Mel first because I know Nick's definitely going to have very uh, a candid answer on this. <laughs> are the are the Patriots? Slowly creeping up to a playoff team. I told you it's making the playoffs. I said that earlier. <laughs> no, here's what I think. I, I, they doing what I expect them to do. I think they're a decent team. I think they have potential to be better as they as they grow in jail together, and they they doing what you expect them to do from a well coached team. Okay. Yeah, they got good defense. I think mm-hmm. they have potential in in their quarterback with Mac Jones. They got a decent they got a decent running back. They need, they need to address the receivers. I still don't think they have good receivers. Um, the kill Harry is garbage. Yeah. Um, this is to say all of them garbage. Yeah, nice. Huh? That's that's being nice. That's but, being real nice. Okay. <laughs> that, and I would say that. That's nice. <laughs> I just think I just think if they address those. They address that issue with the receivers and just keep building. You're gonna start hearing from the Patriots. I think I think they got something good going on. I was surprised because I wasn't a Mac Jones person when he was in college. Oh, neither was I. Hey, hey, you saw first of all, if anybody has saw our draft preview show, I don't think neither one of us on this show right now were high on taking Mac Jones. No. I know so. I wasn't. <laughs> I do think one of us predicted him going to the Patriots, though. I do recall that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, pat yourself on the back, motherfucker. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> go ahead. We just we just happy you can reach back there. <laughs> no, 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 fuck you, pal. Notice you didn't know me, man. I've lost a hundred pounds. All my shit is bad. Like I noticed that when I'm on the show. Like, all my shit is bad. I might have to start putting on weight so I don't need to go buy a new wardrobe. No, bro, no. no you've been that, doing you've been you've been doing such do a great job of losing it. Don't hey. put it back on, goddammit. You could be you could be skinny. I'm still gonna say fat jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and you fucking Detroit Tigers. <laughs> I need to find fucking 10 school teachers to keep the Tigers in a <laughs> All right, Nick, let it go. Give, give, give us your take on, on this Patriots team right now. I mean, they're, they're hanging in there. They're hanging in there. And, and I'd have to look at the schedule. But they're, they're doing kind of what the Cowboys are doing. They're beating the shitty teams. 
And then the Chargers are playing shitty right now. As big as yeah, I yeah. was on them earlier in the year, they're not playing very well. And Bill Belichick is a genius at taking away your strength. And yesterday he right. took Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. When they played the Jets, they took away Corey Davis. Corey Davis came off a big game against the Titans, went against New England, disappeared. Turned into a Sam Darnold ghost. Gone. <laughs> so, I don't think they're good enough to beat the elite teams, mm-hmm. but I think they're good enough to win seven, eight, nine games and, right. and maybe have hope for the future. But Belichick has been fucking awful at drafting wide receivers. You mentioned Nikhil Harry, which I don't know how that fucking name ever got on the show, but that's <laughs> that's a topic for a Wednesday program. Sure, sure. His but, name won't come up a lot. <laughs> so I, I don't I, I love the running back. I hate that I love the running back. I love Harris. I, I, I think he is. He's nice. He's, he's nice for what they do. He's the. He's the. He's really, man? <laughs> he's the old school workhorse, right? Like, he looks like he can be a guy who I'm not going back 20 years ago. But I'm going to stay with now. A workhorse now gets you 18 to 22 carries a game. I, mm-hmm. I think he's good enough to be that guy. Right. Um, the defense has some talent. Judon is playing fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. he, he's, he's very, very good. Uh, they're not using the tight ends as much as I thought they would with Henry and Smith. Right. They're slowly getting to that, though. They're slowly getting to that. They're they, slowly they are. getting it's, to that. And and Josh McDaniels is good with, with being creative with the playbook. I'll give him that. I just think, like the Vikings, they're missing an it factor. They're good yeah. enough to beat the bad teams or the teams mm-hmm. that are playing poorly when they match up. But I don't see them beating – I don't see them beating Buffalo. I don't <clears> see them beating the Raiders. I don't see them beating – um, Tennessee, like, I, 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 I don't know. Like it's, I could be wrong, but as of right now, yeah, I, I don't, I see them as a seven, eight, nine, one team, either seven and ten or nine and eight, like the middle of the pack. Like, but they'll win games and look good against teams that are not successful. But then there might be a week where they fucking lose by twenty. But that's why I expect for see on this year. I expect that, you know. I, I expected that when I when I was watching him through um, preseason. I said that's probably what they're gonna do, yeah. you know. And Mel was like, "Oh, he he didn't. He was just crapping all over um, Mike Jones." I was like, "No, I see I see potential there." Yeah, you know. Yes, well, I, I I think, but I don't think this year. Yeah, not this year. Not this year. Not this year. They got to hit on a weapon. They got to definitely. They got to give him. They got to hey, give him somebody. Hey, the Patriots. Should be calling Cleveland, and what do you want for Odell? If not Cleveland, hold on. They said at least they they said at least talk to the Rams about Deshaun Jackson. They said they said at least those those two names popped into my head immediately. On Deshaun runs more than ten yard routes. Here's my thing with that. I, I, I will say this to that because because how the Patriots is built, I don't think those are good fits for them. They need someone young. A nice young, good receiver that can build and grow with Matt Jones versus because you to me you put a veteran a veteran in there if they have potential to go somewhere. I got you. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like it was like you see right now you see them like going to a playoff or being a Super Bowl contender, bringing Odell. Yes, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bringing Odell, bringing somebody like that, but because they 
kind of like we might as well say rebuilding. I'd rather you get someone out of the draft or maybe a, a two or three year old receiver in the league. So, like so, that. so you're pretty much saying like like give give Mac Jones his Cooper Cup. Like right. grow grow with him. Grow with him. And you get know, that connection. I got you. I got you. Brady Edelman, um, Brady, Wes Welker type. Okay. Kind of kind of chemistry yeah. with a receiver. Get that chemistry, that kind of thing. I think if you get somebody like that that can grow with him, they kind of develop that relationship. I think you'll see some good out the offense. That's a fair point because right now, when you watch the Patriots, I don't see Mac Jones having that go-to guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes can can go to Travis Kelsey when he needs to get bailed out mm-hmm. anytime. Right. Um, you know, uh, Stafford can go to Cup anytime he can get bailed right. out. You know what I'm saying? And, I don't uh, see Gary that. Goff can go to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> That's that chemistry you want. <laughs> Ass on bench. That's the kind of chemistry I want to see. <laughs> but I mean, but but you know, all jokes aside, you don't see that go-to person right. that's going to be able to bail Mac Jones out of a situation right. like some other quarter. You know for a fact that if if Aaron Rodgers needs a play to get made, he's going to seventeen. Right. You know who who who's that name on the Patriots roster right now that you like? Oh. I know who Mac Jones is going to when he needs something to, for a play to get made. They Rock don't Reese. have that. No, but but true point. Uh, look, but all I'm saying is, you know, hey, the Patriots going to play these schedules just like anybody else. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not ready. I, I think they'll make a, a, a enough noise to make it interesting towards the, the down. Of the regular season, um, playoffs. I think they're on the brink of a wild card team, but we'll, we'll see how that turns out. And the um, only but, way they make it, yeah, is if other teams crash. The Bengals come back down to earth. Um, if if the Raiders well, come back down to earth, if the Chiefs never rise, uh, if the Colts don't ever come up, they could back in at at nine and eight. Yeah, but I don't think they're a contender. Like they oh, could no. backdoor. Oh, Super Bowl contender? No, no. I, I think we're all on the same same uh, page that they're not okay. a Super Bowl contender. So, hey, yeah, take that off the tape. That's not perfect storm. Right? <laughs> yeah. like the topic of today's show. A perfect, perfect storm, storm has to for the Patriots. I think that's true. Um, but uh, to finish off the show, uh, you just kind of named the team that I definitely wanted to talk about. Um, the Bengals go to New York. Oh, we got to talk about the Jets when we get out, too. No, 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 we are. The Bengals go to New York. Mm-hmm. And I think I think we said this, Nick, last New Jersey, week. New Jersey. Oh, yeah, they went to New Jersey. You're right. <laughs> they, they went to East Rutherford, New Jersey. And I think I think we talked about this last week, Nick, that this was a possible trap game for yes, the Bengals. Yes, we did. I and didn't it, think trap would catch anything. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, hey, 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 you got something in the trap, dog. <laughs> Hey man, I I I have a uh, I have a Jets group on uh, Facebook. What's his name? Mike White. Mike White. Where the Mike fuck White. he come from? Oh, he was actually drafted by Dallas in mm. 2018, and uh, I think we've cut him four times. Oh wow! And yeah, yeah. He he's been practice squad back, practice squad back. He he hasn't caught on in the league. And it's his job to lose till till uh, Zach comes back. It's his job. Three to o'clock. Lose I Zach sat down back. and I watched the uh, you know, YouTube does uh, 
the highlights of a game. It's a 15 mm-hmm. minute video yeah, yeah. Uh, of the Jets, the highlights of the game. And mm-hmm. I watched it twice. And Zach Wilson needs to sit the fuck down and watch this a hundred times <laughs> because Mike White played within himself. Mm-hmm. Running back got you out of the backfield. He's open. Give him the fucking ball. Michael Carter, the rookie from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this tongue in cheek, guys. So everyone listening, don't go wild. <laughs> Looked like Marshall Falk. Mm-hmm. They dumped him the ball. He Let him do what he do. Yards. He, he's a bit of a wrecking ball when he runs, but he's also elusive and can cut. Right. And and you saw that you got something there. The offensive line played better. They were getting out on screen passes. Right. This is an offensive line who's still missing Mackay Beckton, number one pick last year. Mm-hmm. But they kind of evolved a little bit because they weren't all together in in uh, training camp. And what do we say? The biggest fucking thing about an offensive line is continuity. It's right. getting to know one another. It's playing. It's repetition. It's 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 just knowing what the guy next to you is going to do without communication. Um, the defense got uh, C.J. Mosley back this week. I've been telling Jets fans all week, and they laughed at me. I go, C.J. Mosley might fucking have won the MVP award in the NFL because he missed the Patriot game. We gave up 50 points against the Patriots. Mosley's the quarterback of the defense. He mm-hmm. lines guys up. He won the Titans game by checking into zone when they never played zone on that on that setup with trips the entire year. And the quarterback was confused, and we got a sack, and we won the game with that. So you're seeing a young team, and something I've been telling Jets fans, this is what the season was going to be. We're the youngest team in the league at the start of the season. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be highs and lows. It's going to be a roller coaster. We're going to have games that we shouldn't win, that we win, and there's going to be games where we're humbled with a humiliating loss like last week. That's part of being young. Um, Mike White, uh, Congratulations. I know you're getting fitted for your Hall of Fame jacket already. (laughs) (laughs) But I think when Sam Darnold was a rookie, he missed a couple games. And Josh McCown started a few. And when Darnold came back the end of that year, they went on a run of scoring 34 points in three straight games. Uh, It was the Raiders, it was the Giants, and it was somebody, I think Washington was the other one. But Donald came back and he looked like a different quarterback because he even said as a rookie, stepping back, playing, seeing somebody else play, helped me see the game differently. Better, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Michael Ford, the offensive coordinator, you've been ripped apart. We scored on the opening <laughs> drive. We haven't had many. We I don't think we scored. I think we had zero points in the first quarter of the entire year coming into this game. Sometimes a change, right? Like, I don't know, you're dating a girl. Things aren't going well, right? Like maybe you're confused about what it is. You go out with another girl and be like, oh, no, no, this ain't the fucking thing I need. That was the thing I needed. And all of a sudden shit clicks, right? Like the, mm-hmm. like the relationship blossoms. I think you can see that with Wilson. They didn't put him on the IR. He's not going to play this week against the Colts on Thursday night. But he's going to come. He's eligible to practice the following week with extra practice days leading up to Buffalo the following Sunday. So mm. I don't think we'll beat Buffalo. But, but I think you give him a game. <laughs> I think you could see a different Zach Wilson. And also, with the coaches, you finally didn't coach scared. Yeah. You right. weren't afraid to have Mike White fail. 
Because who the fuck is Mike White? He's not your number two. <laughs> I think the balls dropped on the floor yesterday. As a first-time offensive coordinator, I think his balls dropped. I think now you're going to see a little bit of what this team is going to be. This team is going to be Michael Carter. Mm. He's yeah. running the ball for 75 yards. He's catching it for 97. He's got 17 catches the last two weeks. He's leading the team in receptions with 36. You're going to see this team start to form their identity. The, the, the secondary between Eccles, a rookie from Kentucky, and Huff, a second-year player, who was a first-round pick but fucking had a horrific leg injury mm-hmm. out of uh, Virginia and went in the fifth round the year before. What the fuck did Jamar Chase do? True. Jamar Chase has been lighting up the league, and he went for three catches, 33 yards, and a touchdown against the Jets. Everyone was like, Jamar Chase is going to fucking have 300 yards. Nothing. And and, and look, it, there was a good moral victory for your Jets. A good, good, good win to put on your resume. Oh, that ain't a moral victory, bro. That's an actual. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm saying, it, it boosts your morale as your young team to to be like, hey, we could, we could, we could play. Um, but I'm looking at this at the Bengals. This it, 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 this is a a coming off an ass whooping that they handed a top contender in the AFC in Trap Baltimore. Game, right? we, we called it. Trap Trap game. Game. You 100% called it. You this shows to why Cincinnati is going to need more time to to win the games that you're supposed to because on paper they're supposed to win that game yesterday. Right. You need Rock games paper. like this. Paper can be burned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it burned yesterday. They said they, they was like they was like motherfucker. Lit that shit paper. up. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope that the Bengals don't use that loss to to carry bad juju on for the rest of the season. I think this is a good team. But, I, I agree with you hundred percent. But this, this is earlier. In this the is game. a learning experience right here. Exactly. It's a little learning experience you for learn Cincinnati. more in your losses than you than do your in your victories. Same shit I told my boys yesterday. You you reveal your character in a loss more yeah. than you do in a victory. When things are going right, plays are going right, and you're celebrating, right. those were the same kids slamming their helmets on the goddamn ground yesterday when, when we lost in double overtime. And yeah. the first thing I said when I addressed the team was, you got to learn how to lose with class. If you're going to be the one pumping your chest and you're going to be the one celebrating the victory, hold your fucking head high in a loss. Mm-hmm. I taught them a life lesson. You're going to lose a job. You're going to lose the girl. You're going to lose out on things that you want in life. But how you show your resolve, how you respond, more about your character yeah. than any victory ever will. So um, we'll leave it on that note, but Cincinnati, um, that's your life lesson yesterday. Um, you you, so you got to show. Uh, I don't. I can't. I, I I just had their schedule up too. Um, they have. They but got like Pittsburgh or Cleveland. It's going to be a Cleveland. Game. Trap Cleveland game, right? next week. Step, typical trap game. You had right. Baltimore. You got Cleveland. You had the Jets in the middle. You looked yep. right past it. They Thank did. You, by the way, thank you. <laughs> no, they, they they look right past it, but no, I, a great show, fellas. Um, um, um oh, we, yeah, we, we definitely covered some uh, NFL. We didn't even get to tonight's Monday night game, but we'll we'll uh, 
I'll definitely talk about that on the late night show for sure uh, with Giants and Chiefs. But I hope I'm still awake. If yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It depends how many PBRs you have, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, uh, great show today uh, on behalf of of Nick Shine, Detroit Mail, and myself. Um, this is an I asked you never use my last name, bro. We got to protect the identity of the innocent. <laughs> innocent? Yeah, anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> no. Um, I like big, sarcasm. <laughs> big thank you to everybody that has been supporting us from, from right, the right. beginning. Um, right. hitting, hitting episode 100 on this show. Um, I've already hit 100 episodes on the late night show. So, um, man, we appreciate the love, the support. Um, continue, it. yeah. Continue to keep showing love and support by you know going to YouTube, Facebook, hitting the notifications, sharing the word, um, you know, helping that algorithm grow, get better on, on our YouTube page, right, right. Facebook page, you know, start copying some merch, um, get the ILW Network app. But no, the the love and support has been great over here at ILW Sports, and I like I like to just thank you guys. I like to thank you for bringing me in, making me a regular. <laughs> No problem. Having a good time, man. I, I know we, uh, I know we go at different takes, but it's really <laughs> hey, fun. I enjoy that's it. Making fun, man. That's what makes it fun. Hey, that's 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 what makes the show better. Uh, it's we, okay. We gotta get people takes. to donate money so <laughs> we can change Mel's wardrobe up. We need to get it. <laughs> 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 See, y'all rallied, but no, it, it's hey, been I'm real. real quick. I, uh, I think uh, Walker just scored another touchdown from Saturday. Oh! <laughs> But no, uh, despite Mel being heartbroken by letting one guy just run all over the, the whole team on, on Saturday and, and, and losing to the Spartans, that, that was crazy. That was a good game, though. But no, no I turned that game on 30 22, and they went on a 15 0 run to end the game. And I was like, oh my God. I saw it coming. <laughs> But no, I uh, look. I uh, the love and the support has been great. Um, right, right. I, of course, adding Nick to the show was was like that. I and I think Mel can agree with me. Has taken the show up to another level, and right, so right. we we appreciate you, Nick, for no, we gotta you have know. A light factor. I think you were off the show when you were sick. Uh, and I said to Lamar, uh, I'm like the uh, token from South Park. I'm going to start yeah. with a on <laughs> Hey, nah, nah. You, 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 to, hey, every time we go before the advertisers, we show Nick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and hope they ain't seen the content. Right. Just, just show Nick. Just show right, Nick. Show, show Nick. Hey, look, come on. We're friendly. We got a white guy in a jet say, shirt. Say, we got hey, a white guy in a jet nah, shirt. Guess nobody did that. He said, I can't see friend. He black, black. <laughs> See, hey, fuck you, fuck you, man, well, fuck you, Mel. Just to tie it down with, uh, with Mel's take and, uh, and uh, Corey, mm -hmm. I'm the Cooper Cup and the Cole Beasley of the show. <laughs> hey, and on that note, y'all, we out. Y'all, y'all come back and kick it with us again on Thursday, bye, bye. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the ILW right. Sports Show, where you will see. The foolishness that just ended the show. You'll see it again on Thursday. So come back now. It's been real. 100 episodes in the book. ILW, we good. Peace, y'all. Hey. <laughs> Thanks, boys. All right, have a good one, man. <laughs>